Yo, 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 yo. Welcome, welcome to the X Factor Sports Podcast, Season 1, Episode 4. This is the Fan Appreciation Episode. Yes, every season we will have a Fan Appreciation Episode, and in Episode 4 is the one for this season. So you got to tune in to make sure you catch them every season. So this episode is for you guys. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Like, share, subscribe to the show on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook. We are live every Wednesday. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like this. Again, like I said, it is live on TikTok. So share it, like it, subscribe to it, and tune in. This is going to be a great show. You got me for two and a half hours. I'm going to be doing this show during game three of the NBA Finals. And the best part about the show being a fan appreciation show is not only do you got me for two and a half hours, but I'm going to be able to comment on any of the, anything that you guys post on the live feed, the comments, any debates, conversations, whatever you guys want. I'm going to chime in live on this show for two and a half hours. So we're watching the entire game together. Game three of the NBA finals. We got the Nuggets and the Miami Heat. Before they tip off, we can get into a little bit of detail. So they are actually favored to win this game. They are three and a half point favorites on the road. Even though they have a road record in the playoffs of four and three, they lost two of those games to the Suns in the conference semifinal. And the Miami Heat are actually six and two at home, losing those two games recently against the Boston Celtics after they were up 3-0. So why are the Denver Nuggets favored in this game? Clearly, Vegas believes that they are the better team. They've been favored, but on the flip side, the Miami Heat have been doubted this entire playoff run, and here we are. They're hosting the NBA Finals game for the first time in 11 years. So that should tell you all you need to know. You got to pay attention to the game. You got to watch how the momentum shifts, and that's what I'm here for. This episode is for you guys, but I'm going to talk about this game we're going to run down what is happening in real time. So I want to make sure that you guys are tuned in. So definitely like and subscribe and looking forward to everybody chopping it up and tuning in. Before the game even kicks off, let's talk about these two teams. If we remember what we saw in game two, the Miami Heat responded. The Miami Heat responded after losing in game one. They came back. Jimmy Butler didn't have the best game, but it was a total team effort. They had a different score, leading score in every quarter. The Miami Heat did. Duncan Robinson scored 10 points in the fourth quarter. Huge fourth quarter for Duncan Robinson to carry them to a victory. Jamal Murray didn't have the best game. Not a good shooting night. Hello, everybody on TikTok. It's good seeing you guys. Welcome to the X Factor Sports Podcast. This is your episode, Fan Appreciation. Um, So Jamal Murray didn't have the best game. It was more of a bad shooting night. If anything, I think he'll be able to bounce back. He usually plays good on the road. He also plays good in big games. But did Miami figure something out? Miami might have figured something out in terms of we are going to allow Jokic to score. Kind of the LeBron thing, the way the Warriors used to do LeBron. We're going to let LeBron be a scorer. But we're not going to let him facilitate and get his other teammates hot. That's what I saw in this last game. I saw the Miami Heat made a conscientious conscientious effort 
to allow Jokic to just score, get buckets. So he had 40 points in the loss. And if you've been watching the playoffs, they are 0-3 when Jokic scores 40 or more. So there may be something. Is it something? Is it nothing? This game will tell us what it is. But the whole purpose of that is if you make Jokic a score and not a full-fledged facilitator where he's using all of his weapons, he's easy. they're easier to defend, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. They're basically doing the lesser of two evils. If you're in the other locker room, you're thinking, all right, we know Jokic can facilitate. He's a deadly scorer and he's deadly, you know, getting his teammates involved. So let's take something away. And what they're doing is allowing or letting Jokic score. I won't say letting him, but they're taking everybody else away. So it takes away rhythm in the fourth quarter. These guys don't have any rhythm. They can't make shots because they haven't been getting the ball fed to them like they normally do in their offense. So it's interesting to see what the Heat will do now in game three. And it's it'll be interesting to see how the Nuggets will respond. At the end of the game, Coach Michael Malone talked about his team wasn't prepared or, you know, they just lack a day's goal. And it's shocking to him to see that in an NBA Finals. You think at this point of the season that people would be ready to go and you shouldn't have to give them a nudge and say, hey, we're in the Finals. We need to step it up. So it'll be interesting to see how they respond. But from other sources and, and hearing about it throughout the week, Mike Malone is that type of coach. He's a player's type of coach. So they will, what I've been hearing is that they will respond to that. Nobody took it in a negative way. They took it in a kind of a wake-up moment. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes for sure. But yes, game three of the finals. And... We are looking forward to seeing who win this game. All of the experts are saying that the Miami Heat will win. And usually when the experts talk and talk about how they think some team's going to win, it usually goes the other way. So I'm interested to see how that goes. Again, Denver's coming in as a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And the Heat have a great home record in the playoffs at 6-2, and two, losing the last two games in the conference final to the Celtics after being up 3-0. So they protect home court. So this will be a very interesting game. Series tied 1-1. Team that wins game three is about 70% chance of winning the series. So this is a very pivotal game. I want to see how, how long or how deep this series will go. So it'll be interesting to see that. So if you are following on TikTok Live, be sure to like, subscribe, share. Let everybody know the X Factor Sports Podcast is here. This is the fan appreciation episode. We will be here the entire game. Answering questions, feedback, anything you guys have on the chat, I will be responding to. And I'll be responding to everyone that is on Facebook as well. So go ahead and tap in. We got the comment section up. Looking forward to seeing and talking to everybody that tunes in. This is the X Factor Sports Podcast. Looking forward to seeing who jumps on. All right. So with the NBA finals being played, obviously you're going to talk about draft picks and who's coming in the league. You know, even overseas, you got Victor Wimbenyama, the number one overall pick, presumably is playing in the championship himself overseas. So we'll see if they win that championship and he can bring some of that over to the NBA as a rookie. Maybe the Spurs will pick him number one overall. It seems like that's a sure shot. All right, we got the tip-off on. So 
Let's see what the Heat can do in game three. They started Kevin Love, which was something they liked in game two, starting with size, putting an extra big body on Jokic. And I think that's going to help them. He's already got his first foul. So tells you kind of what they're looking to do with the Denver Nuggets. They're trying to match their size. So the Nuggets have a 16 small forward in Michael Porter Jr., a 16 power forward in Aaron Gordon, and a seven-foot Jokic. When they started game one, Bam was the center at 6'8", six, 6'9", six, and the size, the rebounding is kind of what turned the tide of that game. So Miami made the adjustment. They're starting Kevin Love, put a little more size, rebounding, leadership, veteran experience in the game. So we'll see how that goes. The Heat take the lead, but again, it's going to be a game of runs. I feel like the... Denver Nuggets are just a, a shot-making team. They're tough. They they play with adversity. They're, it looks like it's going to be a physical game. Just see Jokic drive to the hole and get and get bodied, but they didn't call it. I like seeing that. I'm more old school when it comes to the basketball, so I like seeing what players or how they how the officials will officiate the game. Heat look like they've come out on fire right now. They're on a 5-0 run. They're excited. Again, first home game for the Miami Heat in the finals since LeBron, D. Wade, and Bosch. So it's been a long time, nine years. I think I said 11, but it's been nine years, 2014. So it is going crazy in there, I'm sure. And they just found out Neymar is going to be coming to Miami to play for the MLS team. So a lot of excitement going on in Miami right now. Finals you got playing. You got arguably the greatest soccer player ever is going to come to the city next season. So we'll see what happens. Be sure to like, subscribe, share. Tell everybody the X Factor Sports Podcast. If you want to watch the show on YouTube, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, the X Factor Sports Podcast with a Z. And then all of your social media sites, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, of course, you can Follow at X Factor Sports, S-P-O-R-T-Z, and you will get content like this every week. I do pop-ups all the time where I'm promoting the show. We don't just talk NBA. We talk NFL, MLB, WNBA. We will talk soccer. We talk hockey. The Stanley Cup playoffs is underway. We talk all of it. Today is a special episode, though, because it's game three of the finals, and it landed on a Wednesday during the show. So we're going to do a fan appreciation during the finals. All right. So what we got going on now? Nuggets in heat. Nuggets got the ball. Again, they're down five, but game of runs. I'm not really too concerned about the first quarter. You just want to kind of see how teams are going to come out and play. You want to see what adjustments were made early. What players getting the ball right away if they're trying to put an emphasis on somebody. So what I was trying to watch for is how would Jimmy Butler respond in this game because he didn't have the best game in game two. So I wanted to see if Eric Spolscher was going to make an asserted effort to get Jimmy Butler the ball, get him going, see some shots go in. But it doesn't seem that way. They're just running their offense. They're doing the same thing they always do, getting good looks. And they have an early lead. The Nuggets, though, look like they're playing a little bit more aggressive. They're playing more defense. Jokic is playing more defense, moving his feet, got his hands up. So that's good to see. 
They're going to try to match the energy of the Miami Heat from game two. So it'll be, it'll be great to see what happens with that. So if you guys have not tuned in to the X Factor Sports podcast in previous episodes, like I said, the show is normally an hour show. And my producer, Ms. D, is usually here on the ones and twos, but she's out for the week. So we're going to do it like this. That's why the fan appreciation night just stepped, just jumped in. And I'm here to comment on everybody. What's up, Kev? I see you on there. Shout out to my boy. He's always supported. I appreciate that. So yeah, the, the podcast is going on for 12 weeks per season. So we're in episode four. We got eight more episodes after this. And then we will come back with season two. The episodes will get better and better, bigger and bigger. Season two will probably be more predicated towards NFL as we get closer to that season. But right now, it's going to be heavy in the NBA because that's what's going on right now. So we got question on here. Okay. Who do you think is going to win the NBA Finals? I believe the Denver Nuggets will win the NBA Finals. Um, I think they'll win it in six games. It could go seven. I just believe they can get it in six. They have been the best team in the NBA since... Christmas pretty much they have a lot of depth they have shooting they have they play enough defense to win they have a very unique offense that's hard to guard when you got a big man that's a center that initiates all your offense and can give you 30 he's averaging a 30 point triple double in the playoffs so they're just they've they've been through the fire they've been in playoff series I think they've they built up to get to this point. They remind me a lot of the 2015 Warriors, how they didn't have early success with the core guys, and they just start building, getting better and better. They got to the conference final in the bubble in 2020, and then the next season, Jamal Murray got hurt. Michael Porter Jr. had that back surgery, kind of set them back. Now everybody's healthy, and they've added pieces around them, veteran pieces that can play. And now we see them in the finals. So that's why I think the Nuggets, I think it's their time. I think this will be great for the NBA. It's a lower market team, but also a team that's never won a championship before in the NBA. They've never won the NBA finals. So it'll be exciting to see if that happens. That's my that's my estimation. I believe that they are the better team. The Heat is hard to count them out. They've proven series after series that they can go toe-to-toe with anybody arguably the best teams in the NBA, all the teams that we thought were going to win the championship. They beat them. They beat the, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks in five games with Giannis. Giannis wasn't hundred percent, but still they're an eight seed. Nobody predicted them to win that series, let alone win it in five games. And then they move on and, and play the Knicks who actually upset Cleveland and the Knicks played a hard-fought series, ended up in that series in, five, in six games. So they got two games off of the Heat. And then they go seven with the Celtics, who everybody thought the Celtics would win that series, and they were one game away from being swept. So the Heat have had a great season as well. So obviously you can go either way, but I would say I think the Denver Nuggets are going to win their first title, and I'm going to give it to them in six games, meaning it's a best of five right now. So – out of these next five games, if I have them winning it in six, that means there's only four games left and the Nuggets are going to have to win three out of the next four. 
sounds like a tall task, but I think they can do it. So thank you guys for joining in on TikTok. Again, this is the X Factor Sports Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, share to everybody. We are all over and we are on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and we're live right now too. So go ahead and subscribe and like and share to everybody. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. If you are on YouTube or on the Facebook Live, you can see the ticker at the bottom. It shows you how to follow and it shows you how to subscribe. So again, questions for you guys. Who do you guys think is going to win this game? We'll just go game by game. Who do you guys think will win game three? Do you think the Miami Heat will hold serve at home and win game three? Or will the Nuggets, who are favored, by the way, by three and a half, will the Denver Nuggets come in and steal back home court advantage? You guys let me know what you think. Again, this is the X Factor Sports Podcast. Checking in with everybody. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, we got another one. Okay. Miami Heat. Hey, the Heat have a, a great chance to win this game. Again, they're at home. I wouldn't be surprised if they won. It's a, I wouldn't say 50-50 shot, but again, the Heat, they play great home defense. They actually score better at home. They're not the best offensive team. They haven't been throughout the season, but they actually do, um, they do score better at home. And a lot of that probably has to do with their, a lot of it probably has to do with the role players. Role players play better at home historically. They're more comfortable at home. They got the home crowd backing them. So they're they're shooting a little more loose. They're a little more light as opposed to being on the road. I've played in road games. Personally, I like playing on the road. I like when the crowd is against me and then I have to go out and play. Guys that know me now, they know when I go play ball nowadays, I'm a little older now. But even when I go play basketball, I'm almost like chilling when I play. I'm, I'm obviously playing, but I'm not doing it. But as soon as somebody starts talking trash or somebody talk crazy, it just there's a light switch that comes on and I'm ready to go. So I was even like that in my college career, high school, everywhere. I like playing on the road for some reason. So wouldn't be surprised if the Nuggets win. But like I said, we got somebody on here that, that has the Miami Heat winning at home. Wouldn't be not a tough thing, not a tough pick to make definitely makes sense again all the experts have the heat winning so we'll see what happens with them but again if you guys are watching on tiktok live go ahead and like share subscribe and make sure you share everything that you're seeing on here we we are here for two and a half hours on the x factor sports podcast this is the fan appreciation episode episode four and why would we have a fan appreciation episode because there is no show without you guys. So I want to thank you for tuning in every week on Wednesday nights. Again, we talk all sports. We talk culture. We talk everything that's going on right now and how it relates to sports and life. So this episode will be the ones for the fans. Every season moving forward, we will have a fan appreciation episode, but you need to tune in to find out which episode that will be. And luckily you guys are here for the first X Factor Sports Podcast fan appreciation episode. All right. Nuggets tied the game up. So, like I said, game of runs. The Heat came out on a 5 6 0 run. Denver makes their run. They go back and forth. So, 
I'm just interested in seeing what this first quarter is going to be like. And the refs look like they're letting them play. I mean, there's there's some back and forth. They call they just called a tiki tack foul on Bam, but for the most part, they're allowing them to move around. They're allowing the bigs to play. So it was it was pretty good. It's pretty good so far. Let's see what we got here. The fouls. What do I think of the fouls being called? Like I just said, I think they're calling the games. I think they're calling the game straight up. Game two, there was a lot of questionable calls that was made in Denver. So we'll be, we'll, I'm curious to see how that'll change here in Miami. If Miami will get some calls favorable to them. But for the but for the start of this game, the refs are letting them play. And as soon as I say that, Gabe Vincent gets fouled shooting a three. <laughs> so for you youngsters out there watching the show, never foul a jump shooter, okay? It's the worst play in basketball. Don't foul a jump shooter. Just stand, go straight up. I know sometimes you can't help it, but if you are beat, you don't want to try to go out and lunge at a shooter because nothing good is going to come out of it. You're just going to foul him, and your coach is going to be mad, probably tell you to come sit next to him. So you don't want to foul jump shooters. Even the pros do it still. It's instincts, though. So it's hard to navigate instincts from, you know, doing what you're supposed to do, doing the right thing. So they all kind of work together. So, yeah. Finals MVP. Who will be the finals MVP? If the Denver Nuggets win, I believe that Nikola Jokic will be the obvious choice for finals MVP. Again, he's still averaging a 30-point triple-double. Unless that changes or it or it could or it ridiculously dips down, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be finals MVP. And then on the Miami Heat side, it honestly looks like Bam, Bam out of bio. If the Heat win, Bam might be the finals MVP for this team because the way he's playing in this series is what you look for throughout the season. And he's giving it to them. So if they win this, if they win this series, it will be because of Bam out of bio for sure. Purple Haze, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to like, share, subscribe on all streaming sites, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok Live. Say so we got Denver winning the series, but I think the Heat might keep it going tonight. Heat winning game three. <laughs> hey, again, wouldn't be surprised if the Heat won game three. They're playing at home. They have a great home record, and they're playing in front of their home crowd. They haven't had a home playoff game since 2014 so very exciting time would not be surprised if the heat won this game doesn't mean they're gonna win the series if they go up 2-1 but they can definitely take game three and keep the home court advantage right now so we'll see what happens is i think they're evenly matched i wouldn't have i wouldn't have said that a month ago during the second round of the se of the playoffs i wouldn't have said the heat and the nuggets will be evenly matched but the way these two teams are playing the Heat have responded after game one, came back and won in Denver, which is tough to do. And Jimmy didn't have the best game, and they responded, tied the series up. So now we'll see how the Nuggets will respond. Heat right now on a little bit of a scoring drought, haven't scored in the last four minutes. Nuggets are playing this underrated defense. I don't think their defense is – I don't think their defense is – um, promoted enough. I don't think people talk about the 
defense of the Heat, I mean, of the Nuggets in this playoffs. But it's been great. So I am pleasantly surprised with how much defense they're playing. But it makes you think. It's just like, um, like I keep saying this. They keep, they remind me a lot of that 2015 Golden State Warriors team where everybody was so enamored by the offense and nobody paid attention to their defense. Obviously, their defense was better than the Nuggets as far as rankings go. But the Nuggets are playing great defense, and it shows. You don't sweep teams in the playoffs. You don't you know, win series in five, six games holding teams under 100 points without playing some good defense. So, And they've been able to do that. So, yeah. What we got here? Thank you guys again on TikTok for joining in. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, show everyone, like it. And we are on every Wednesday night on YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook Live. The X Factor Sports Podcast. This is season one, episode four, the fan appreciation episode. We will be on for the entire game three of the NBA Finals. All right, they've got Cody Zeller in the game, and <laughs> I think Jokic just starts. I think his eyes light up when he sees Cody Zeller in these games because he knows he can't defend him. He knows that Cody Zeller is in the game strictly to be physical with him and just trying to wear him down. He's not going to stop him, and it's just frustrating that for Cody Zeller. Every time he gets in the game, he's either getting scored on or he's getting foul calls. <laughs> just funny to watch. All right, so what other questions we got here on TikTok? Let's see. Carrito join. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the X Factor Sports Podcast. Be sure to share, like, subscribe to everybody. Again, you can follow on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, the X Factor Sports Podcast at X Factor Sports. And if you want to subscribe to the YouTube channel, we're on every Wednesday night, normally 7 p.m. Central Time to 8 every Wednesday night. But because it's Fan Appreciation Night, we started at 7.30 at tip-off, and we will be on till 10 p.m. Central Time for the entirety of Game 3 of the NBA Finals. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. What we got here? All right. We're going to do a poll question here on TikTok. All right? Poll question. So... Will the Miami Heat win game three? Yes or no? Just let me know right now. Miami Heat, are the Miami Heat going to win this game? They're at home for the first time in the finals in nine years. Will they win game three? We'll let that poll question roll off until the end of the quarter. And then we'll put another poll question up in the second quarter. All right. Again, thank you guys for tuning in to the X Factor Sports Podcast. We are live every Wednesday night on YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. All right? So, in other news in the NBA, Chris Paul actually was just waived by the Phoenix Suns. The 38-year-old point guard, first ballot Hall of Famer, played for the Phoenix Suns for three years, I believe. Just kept getting hurt in the playoffs deep in the postseason in May. And... The contract that he warrants is over $35 million. I think this last year is going to cap at 40. 
just tough for the Phoenix Suns organization to pay uh, 40, 40 million dollars to a 38 year old injury prone point guard in Chris Paul. So this afternoon he's actually waived today. So what does that mean for the Phoenix Suns? They yeah, they have a ton of cap space left now. So now they can start putting pieces around Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, which is what they needed. Everybody was disappointed in how that series ended against the Nuggets, expecting the Phoenix Suns to win a championship after getting Kevin Durant halfway through the season. This season was not designed for them to win a championship. They have Kevin Durant on the contract for two more years. So they are going to, the money that they save from letting Chris Paul go, they'll be able to put pieces around Devin Booker and Kevin Durant here in the next two years, and they will still be a formidable team. So I'm not surprised by the move at all. They have to get younger, and they have to build a roster around the skill set of KD and Book. So it'll be exciting to see what they do with the Phoenix Suns. Game back on the Nuggets are up four. Again, like I said, it, it switches real fast, man. You watch these games. A couple jump shots and a team is back in it. Team's never out of it. I've seen 20-point leads evaporate in six minutes in an NBA game. So never surprised. No high. You can't get too high, can't get too low. Like Jimmy Butler's starting to get into a groove. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out the rest of the game. The, gold, the, the Denver Nuggets, I'm already I'm calling them Golden State. <laughs> Been messing it up all this whole time. The Nuggets, they've already made 11 shots in the first quarter. So the shooting isn't the issue for the Denver Nuggets in this game. They have been able to make shots, and they've been able to make them in spurts. It's just that Jamal Murray had an off night, and Jokic wasn't able to get everybody else involved. He's already got 10.7 rebounds and three assists in the first quarter. So looking like the Jokic from game one, so it'll be interesting to see how that works for the rest of the game. Like I said, Jimmy Butler is heating up, just made back-to-back buckets. They're going to start getting him the ball, I'm sure. Hey, what's going on, everybody? TikTok Live. Thank you guys for tuning in to the X Factor Sports Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, share with everybody. We are on YouTube and Facebook Live as well every Wednesday night. Check us out. Thank you for coming to the fan appreciation episode. Again, this is for you guys. This episode is for you. Ask as many questions as you want. We can talk about basketball. We can debate whatever you guys want to do. Looking forward to everybody coming in, chiming in to the game, specifically game three of the finals. We got a Reggie Jackson sighting. <laughs> Hadn't seen him in a while. It's good to see him on the court. Again, Jokic, Cody Zeller. Oh, they call a charge. All right. So Jokic gets a charging call on him with Cody Zeller. Actually played good defense on him, stayed in front, kept his arms up. He's going to take some punishment. Jokic is a big dude, man. He big, strong guy. So what questions we got? We got a question of Jamal Murray. Yes, I think Jamal Murray is definitely going to bounce back this game. He hasn't had two bad games in a row in this playoffs, so I don't see him getting – I don't see him having a bad game in this series either or this game. I think he'll bounce back. He's not in the game right now, but – 
I think once he sees some shots fall, he's a streaky shooter. So once he sees a few shots fall, he, he starts getting his groove. He starts getting it going. So I wouldn't be surprised if Jamal Murray had a monster game. Probably a great second half. He'll explode for a quarter. Jamal Murray can go out and he did it in the Lakers series. One game he had like 30 points, but he had like 22 of them in the fourth quarter. Like he he can go off at any moment. And that and that's what this league is. It's a bunch of gifted scorers and gifted shooters. So I wouldn't be surprised if he has a good game or if he goes off for a quarter. All right, we still got our poll question up. Who do we got winning? Or who do we got winning game three? Be sure to check in on TikTok, share, like, subscribe. Who do we have winning game three tonight? Miami or the Denver Nuggets? And Kyle Lowry just came in, hit a big shot to close out the quarter. We got a tie game at the end of the first. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the X Factor Sports Podcast. Again, my name is Jay Mondane. This is a fan appreciation episode. What that means is this episode is for you guys to find out more about me as a host, find out more about the show, what's to come, what questions you have, debates, whatever you guys want to talk about. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe the show as well. But this is your episode. I want to hear from you guys. I want to get feedback. I want to know how you guys feel about the show. We also have audio. The audio is on Apple Podcasts, and it's also on Spotify. So for some of you people that are working and you can't watch video or you can't watch it live, it's all good. You can still go back and check it on YouTube if you subscribe to the channel. But you can also get the audio on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. X Factor Sports Podcast is here. Peace. Yo. Hey, appreciate you guys for joining in. Welcome to the X Factor Sports Podcast. Again, we will be on the entire episode, all right, or the entire game. Game three of the NBA Finals, we will be on the entire show. Loving the likes, the loves. I see that. Chuck, what's up? Thank you for joining in. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. This is the fan appreciation episode. I thank you guys for tuning in. Every Wednesday night, we will be on. Next week, we will get into NHL Stanley Cup Final. We will talk more about the NBA Finals. Both of them should be towards nearing the end. We will also get into some Major League Baseball. We're getting close to All-Star Game. We'll talk about the players that are playing the best baseball next week. We're going to talk about potential teams to go to the World Series right now. Who are the top teams in Major League Baseball? And who are the teams that need to start rebuilding? So we'll get into all that next week as well into Major League Baseball. But for now, we're going to get back into game three of the NBA Finals. Like I said, it's a tie game. Nuggets and Heat. And they've been playing evenly matched. I'm not surprised at where this game is. It's under 30 points. So usually in an NBA game, if the game, if if you don't get a 30-point quarter out of a team, it's typically a tough game. They're playing good defense. Most teams are getting 30 points in a quarter. That's a that's a big quarter, but 24 to 24 is 
signs that these are two teams that have come out prepared. Like I said, I wanted to see what was going to happen in the first quarter, how both teams would come out. And it looks like they came out basically just ready to play. They've got film on each other. They're matching up well. And that's why we got a tie game right now. Again, it's a game of runs. Anybody can go on and and take over this game at some point. Let's see what we got. First NBA game you ever attended. The first NBA game I've ever I ever attended. So I'm from Chicago, if you didn't notice, in the background. So my TikTok subscribers. So normally you guys are able to see my background. You see Chicago, everything behind me. But today we went and put the logo on the back so you guys can see what the logo is. We want to make that and represent that X Factor Sports Podcast logo, just like the shirt. But to answer the question, the first game I ever went to was a Bulls game when I was in high school. And the Bulls played against the Detroit Pistons. So this was back in probably like 2000, 2001, something like that. And before the Pistons had won the championship in 04, uh, we went and watched the Baby Bulls, what we used to call them, back when they had Tyson Chandler and Eddie Curry. Went and watched those Bulls. That was the first NBA game that I went to. The Bulls won, so that was good. And um, been going to Bulls games ever since. Every time I go home, I try to get to a Bulls game or try to get to at least one NBA game every season. Just to see these guys play live is incredible. I mean... I play basketball, and these guys are bigger, stronger, faster, and they're able to do amazing things. So if you can ever get yourself to an NBA game, if you're not a big basketball fan or a big NBA fan, but you have the opportunity to go see these guys play live, don't pass it up. It's the best live sport experience I've ever seen in my life. And I've been to every live sporting event. I've been to Major League Soccer games. I've been to NHL games. I've been to NFL games. I've been to baseball games. Net, the NBA Live is the best sporting event you will see live. You won't be disappointed. For sure. Say Iverson versus Marbury, 97 up in Minnesota. Oh, man. So I remember those teams. So Iverson was maybe his rookie or second year. Him and Marbury were drafted in 96, the same, same year. That was a crazy draft. Kobe was in that draft. Ray Allen, Steve Nash, crazy draft. Iverson was number one pick in it, and he was a rookie of the year. But those two teams were actually good. 97, the Minnesota Timberwolves had KG and Steph together, young KG. And you had AI and Philly. I'm sure that was a great game, a battle of two great point guards, young. I'm sure that was a lot of fun. So, yeah, so questions like that, man. Anything y'all got, go ahead and shoot them out to me. Thank you guys for tuning in to the X Factor Sports Podcast. We're up to over... 1500 likes on TikTok. I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you. This is your episode, fan appreciation episode. Be sure to like, share, subscribe on YouTube and TikTok, Facebook Live as well. Thank you guys. Welcome into the X Factor Sports Podcast. Like I said, this is the fan appreciation episode. We got 2924 Denver. So Denver came out there on a 5 0 run to start the quarter. Looks like Uncle Jeff is in the game. That veteran presence, again, he has Jeff Green, who I'm talking about when I say Uncle Jeff. He has NBA Finals experience. He's played with some of the best players in the in the league. 
He's played with KD. He's played with LeBron. Played with Kyrie. He's playing with Jokic now. So he has the experience playing at the highest level. So it doesn't, it mean, makes perfect sense to have Jeff Green in a game like this. If you're going to have Kevin Love in a game like this, you want that veteran leadership on the other side with a Jeff Green. So, and also Jeff Green is another 6'9 player that they can bring off the bench. The size that they have is crazy. So compared to what the Heat ran into the last series where you just had Al Horford and you had Williams as your centers, they didn't have much size after that. And with the Nuggets, I mean, they just roll out with four or five players, six, ten and above, six, nine and above. It's a little bit different how you got to play against him because Bam really can't dominate inside. So that's why he's been pulling up, making 15, 20 footers. As I say that, Bam gets a wide open dunk. <laughs> but yeah, Jane Jenkins, hey, appreciate you guys jumping in. Thank you for following everybody. For Victor, I appreciate the follow. Be sure to subscribe, like, share. We're on every Wednesday night. The X Factor Sports Podcast is here. We are at over 2,000 likes for this episode alone. Appreciate all the fans. This is your episode. We are on the entire game three of the NBA Finals. So I appreciate you guys. See what other questions we got here in the chat. What we got here on TikTok. Who's better, Bam or or AD? Oh, wow. Bam out of bio or Anthony Davis? I'll give you, I okay, so I'll answer the question direct. Anthony Davis is a better basketball player than Bam out of bio. Bam is having a better playoff series or better, better playoffs postseason than AD. But historically, if I'm saying who's the better player, I'm taking Anthony Davis. There's so many caveats to it because AD's hurt a lot. But if I'm going skill-wise, I mean, Anthony Davis is a better shooter. Anthony Davis is a better rebounder. He's a better shot blocker. He's a better defender. So it's hard for me to say that Bam is better. Bam is younger. He's more athletic. And he plays a lot more hungrier than he has more of the intangibles than AD does. But skill-wise, he's not close to Anthony Davis. So if we're if I'm taking a player right now and they're both 100 percent I'm taking AD, no questions asked. I will take AD over Bam out of bio every day of the week. But if you want somebody that's young, who's healthy, who's gonna play, give you minutes, play hard, you want Bam. He's just not consistent enough for me when, when ad plays he is consistent he's top 10 player in the nba it's just getting him on the court so that's it's a it's a it's criminal to even have this conversation about who is better but because anthony davis is hurt so much it brings other people like a bam out of bio second third tier guys into the conversation with an with the likes of anthony davis because of his health which is crazy, but yeah, AD for sure. So yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. The X Factor Sports Podcast. We got somebody on here. I know I don't know basketball, but hey, <laughs> appreciate you.
Appreciate it, Bex. Be sure to like, subscribe, share the X Factor Sports Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are here until 10 p.m. Central Time or until the game ends. Whenever the game's over, if it's double overtime, I'm working double overtime, man. This is your episode, Fan Appreciation Night, X Factor Sports Podcast, Season 1, Episode 4. So, why is there a Fan Appreciation Episode? The reason we have one is because of you. The thought behind doing this show was because I talk a lot of basketball, I talk a lot of football, I talk a lot of sports in general, and a lot of people have been coming to me and saying, hey man, you should do this, you have you have the knack for it, let's just call it that. And I thought about it, wanted to do it, I started out with a podcast with my other guys, shout out to the Hey Coach podcast guys, and it's groomed me into what I do now, so I appreciate all of that and bringing me to where we are today. So this is just a thank you to you guys for tuning in, for subscribing, you know, letting me know that you enjoyed the show. So just continue to watch and subscribe, share with everybody. You know, we're growing, we're trying to get better. And also, like I said, if you guys do not like watching the show, it is, the audio is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So be sure to follow it on those two streaming sites. You'll be able to get notified when every episode comes on the audio for Apple Podcasts and Spotify, the X Factor Sports Podcast. Look for the logo. Look for the logo. You'll see that on those streaming sites. We're trying to get everywhere, and we appreciate you guys. Back to the game. Okay. We got a foul called. So game is tied again. Game of runs, like I said. Denver went on a 5-0 run to start the quarter. Miami responded to tie the game. And I think this is going to be a battle. It's going to be one of these types of games. Unless there are some adjustments made in the second half, I think this is going to be a pretty close game. I'm not surprised that the spread is only three and a half. And if you watch football, if you follow, if you do any betting, in football, the spread is three and a half for the home or the road team. That's almost like saying it's a push. They're basically saying that these two teams are evenly matched. Similar to a game like this in NBA Finals, the series is tied. This this is an evenly matched. These are two evenly matched teams. At this point, that's what Vegas is trying to tell you. So normally for, for the guys that, for the people that watch the show, I do a segment called Bet That. And when I talk about Bet That, I'm basically laying out parlays or picks that you can make during the games or, you know, go on your your sites, whatever site you guys bet on, I'm kind of giving you my two cents on what I think will win or what bets I think are the best. So that's why we get into betting here as well. I'm so excited when fantasy football starts in the fall that the bet that segment will be the best segment of the show. I'm sure everybody's going to love that because we're going to talk fantasy football. We're going to talk weekly bets. I do a confidence pool. I'm, I'm all in for sure. So be sure to check out the X Factor Sports Podcast on Wednesday nights, every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok Live. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Raul, thank you for joining. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. We got over 2,000 likes on TikTok. I want to thank you guys. Let's see if we can get that up to 2,500. Be sure to subscribe and like 
and share with everybody. Let's get this thing up to 2,500 before halftime, all right? We got a little bit over seven minutes left. And Caleb Martin has went on a 8-0 run by himself, basically scored the last eight Miami Heat points. Heat are up four. So they just made their first punch in the second quarter. Looks like the, oh, Jamal Murray just hit a crazy three. So just like I said in the first quarter, Jamal Murray, at any given point, he can go off if he starts making shots. He's got 11 points already in the first half. I think he had 10 points in the fourth quarter of game two. So a lot is going to a lot is going to be predicated on how well he can play. He's already in attack mode in this first half. So that's good to see. KT is joined. Appreciate you, KT. Go ahead and like, share, subscribe to the TikTok, to YouTube, Facebook, the X Factor Sports Podcast is here. Appreciate it, Ken, for following. Again, we want to get this up to over 2,500 likes, so let's go ahead and continue liking it on TikTok. If you guys are on Facebook watching or on YouTube, be sure to chime in. Again, this episode is for you guys. It's the fan appreciation episode. What that means is I'm looking to see your comments. And when you have your comments on, I will be able to respond to those. So that's what I want. I want to hear your response about the game, basketball in general, any other sport, whatever you guys want to talk about. If you want to talk about podcasting, anything like that, this is your show. This is a fan appreciation episode. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. All right, so we already got Caleb Martin up over his average for the series again. So same thing we talked about in the first quarter. Role players playing better at home. Again, Caleb Martin is a role player, averaging like five, six a game in the finals because, again, first two games on the road. Comes home, he's already over his average with eight points in the first half. He's comfortable. This isn't a surprise that the role players will play well. And it's just a matter of will Denver's role players play well also. So we'll see how that goes. Again, the Heat moving the ball around like they always do. And the Nuggets end up taking the lead again. This is going to be this is a heavyweight championship fight. I'm telling you, it's going to be back and forth. I'm not surprised by the spread, even though Denver's favorite three and a half. The, what Vegas is telling you is that this will be a close game. I think game one, the Nuggets were like an eight-point favorite, eight and a half maybe for game one. Yeah, in game one, they were eight and a half-point favorites. Move over. They're still favored to win, but it's down to three and a half. Why? Because, again, they think the Heat will play well at home and the Nuggets will have to respond after losing their home game in game two. So we'll see what happens with that. Again, this is the X Factor Sports Podcast. <clears throat> Thank you guys for tuning in, liking, sharing, subscribing on TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook Live. We are almost at that 2,500 likes. We got oh, a little bit over five minutes left in the half. Let's get that up to 2,500 before halftime. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. And if you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook Live, be sure to share and like it as well. Make sure you let everybody know that we are live for the fan appreciation episode. This episode is for everybody to chime in. 
and ask questions, jump in, give a shout out, say what's up, whatever you guys want to do. Michelle, thanks for joining in. Be sure to like and subscribe to everybody. I appreciate you guys. Oh, we got another question. Okay. Jimmy Butler. Did I think Jimmy Butler was going to be this good? Um, I said this in my episode one about Jimmy Butler. Every time Jimmy Butler has a good game, I get mad. <laughs> Not really mad, but I'm, but bitter. I'm salty because the Chicago Bulls actually drafted Jimmy Butler. Um, and we and he played great for us. Like we basically and he talks about it openly. He talks about the reason he plays the way he plays and the attitude he has. He built that in Chicago. Just the accountability, the no nonsense, the playing hard, playing under Tom Thibodeau in Chicago is where that was built. So it's great to see him playing well, but it, it also hurts like, damn, we had we had that guy. You know, he's been to two NBA finals now since he left in a conference final, since he's left the uh the Bulls. So bittersweet. But to say if I knew he would be this good. Honestly, no. I didn't know he would be this good offensively. He was he was a great defensive player coming out of Marquette. Everybody knew about his defensive prowess. But nobody knew that his offense would catch up. So I believe his offense is caught up with his defense. I was talking to a guy last week about Jimmy Butler being in his prime. And what I mean by that when I say a player's in his prime, it's not necessarily that they score a bunch of points or, you know, they're the superstar on their team. Being in your prime in the NBA is being able to control the game. You have to be able to control the game. And by that, I mean like steering momentum, being able to being able to dictate what happens on the court, knowing when your players need the ball, knowing when to, when to be aggressive, when to pull back, you know, when to, when to get your guys involved and pick them up when they're down. Um, defensively you understand the game you you know the crowd you know how the refs are working you know what to do to other teams like that is what i mean by in your prime like you are in complete control of the game for example when golden state and the Cavs used to play in the finals back in 2015 16 17 no no all those years lebron went back lebron was in his physical prime when he was in miami heat but I believe he became the ultimate. He was in his peak, like his apex, mentally and physically, when he went back to Cleveland. The reason I say that is because when he went back to Cleveland, if you pay attention to how he controlled those games in the playoffs, he knew exactly where his guys were going to be. He knew exactly when he needed to shoot, when he needed to pass. He knew when to play defense. He would defend one through five. Like he made a ton of game winners in one of those playoff runs. Like it, that's when I believe he was in his physical and mental prime back in about 2015, 2016, when he went back to Cleveland. So to answer your question, Jimmy Butler is there right now. And did I think he was going to be this good? I'll be lying to you if I said yes. I didn't think he would be, but it's but it's but I'm happy to see it. Again, being, being a former Bull, I'm, I'm happy to see him go out and, and do his thing. So, see Cat on there throwing out the basketballs. Hey, appreciate you guys for tapping in. Thank you guys. 
subscribe, share, like the X Factor Sports Podcast. We're on Wednesday nights, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok, of course. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to check us out. We have hit the 2.5. We are over 2,500 likes before halftime. I appreciate that, you guys. Continue to continue to bring them in. Like, subscribe, share. Now that we're at 2,500, we're going to go ahead and see if we can get to 3,000 by the start of the third quarter. So we got the rest of this quarter, and we got halftime. And I want to see if we can get into the third quarter with 3,000 likes. All right? Thank you guys for tuning in. We got any more questions on here? Anything? Thank you guys for joining in. I see y'all right there. Thank you. This is the fan appreciation episode, the X Factor Sports Podcast. We are on Wednesday nights. TikTok, YouTube, Facebook Live. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. Let everybody know who's anybody who is interested in sports talk. We do more than basketball. We will talk baseball, football, hockey, WNBA. We do the whole gamut. Soccer. Today is a special episode because episode four falls on game three of the NBA Finals. So let's why not make it a fan appreciation episode so you guys can join in, ask questions, chime in, do whatever you guys want to do. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. So I'm here for the questions. Whoever has any questions for me, be sure to Shoot them out to me. I can see everybody's questions on the chat. If you can reach them out, go ahead and I will respond to them all. So we got another question over here. Who do you admire for their hitting the boards game for rebounding? Oh, man. Other than Will. And so I'm a student of the game of not just basketball, football as well. I'm a student of sports. So the question I'm being asked is, aside from the kings of rebounding, which if you know anything, you know that it's Wilt and Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell. And so who do I admire for hitting the rebounds? It's got to be Rodman for me. I mean, if, if I'm moving aside from the old old timers, Wilt Chamberlains and the Bill Russells, Dennis Rodman, come on, man. Dennis Rodman led the league in rebounding for so many years in a modern era. It's got to be, it's got to be Rodman. Can't be anybody else. You even got it up here on the board. See, everybody knows it's Rodman for sure. All right, what else we got going on here? I got some comments on TikTok. Greg V, what's going on, my boy? Go ahead and like, subscribe, share. Appreciate you guys watching, tuning in to the fan appreciation. Who's your favorite non-Bulls? Blue Devils, Shotton area player of all time and current. Okay, so he said non-Blue Devil because he knows I'm Chicago everything, but I'm also a Duke Blue Devil basketball fan as well. So that'll probably jump up more likes or more views. Either half of y'all will hate it, other half will love it, but I love it. So um, who's my non, who's my favorite player that is not on one of my teams? So I have a few, I went through phases. Um, Growing up, I liked Penny Hardaway. So in grade school and my freshman year of high school, my jersey number was one because of Penny Hardaway. He was my first favorite non-Bull player, non-Duke basketball player, obviously the Grand Hills, Jordans, all that. Penny Hardaway. Um, watching Penny Hardaway play as a young 
as a kid, I, when I started falling in love with basketball, Penny Hardaway was the guy. Outside of the Bulls, I love watching Penny play. He had so much style. He was big, point guard. He could dunk. He had swag, everything. So Penny was first. Then Tracy McGrady came after Penny for me as far as favorite players. I love T-Mac when he went to Orlando. I don't know what it is about Orlando players that wore number one. But Penny became... My, I mean, uh, T-Mac became my favorite player after that. And then after T-Mac, Kobe won me over. I talked to one of my boys that I went to high school with. We used to argue all the time. T-Mac, Kobe, T-Mac, Kobe. At the time, I was a T-Mac fan. And then once I got to college and continued to watch Kobe's career and kind of watch the type of mentality he had and how he played, I became a Kobe guy. So if I had to think of all time, going through all those phases, Kobe Bryant would be my all-time favorite basketball player that did not play for any of my teams. My current favorite basketball player right now is Kevin Durant. The reason I like Kevin Durant is because I'm a fan of players that make the game look easy. This is a very, they're at the highest level of basketball and the way Kevin Durant plays the game to me is it's almost effortlessly. I mean, he's a 50, 40, 90 guy. For those of you who don't know what that means, he shoots 50% from the field. He shoots 40% from three and 90% from the three from the free throw line. I mean, the dude's automatic. He's got handle. He's underrated defensively. He's over seven feet tall. He's unguardable. Anytime a uh, Brooklyn Nets or now a Phoenix Sun game was on, I'm watching it to see what KD does. Um, when he played for the Oklahoma City Thunder every year, I'd go down to see him in Westbrook play live. So current favorite player would be KD. And all-time great player that's not on a team that I'm a fan of, the late great Kobe Bean Bryant. Appreciate that. So, yeah, tune in, guys. I'm telling you, fan appreciation. We are at three – we are almost at 4,000 likes Joey B, appreciate you for tuning in. My guy, he always taps in, even gave me some tips on some of the sound. I appreciate that. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And we are on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, every Wednesday night. This is the fan appreciation episode. Durant was like watching Alien versus Jay Huss back in the day. Yes. So, so I was in college. And I'm, I'm aging myself. I'm older than KD. I was on my way out when KD was a freshman. But... Watching KD play in college, even that one year at Texas was like, this dude is not a freshman. It was some inconsistencies. He was young, real skinny. But you could see the game when you watch him in college. Like, you just knew this dude was going to be great. Like, he, in all the big games they played, he dominated. I mean, he's he's arguably one of the best freshmen to ever play in college. I mean, you got Zion, you got Melo. I mean... He's one of the best freshmen ever come out. So I'm not surprised by that. So, yeah, what else we got here? Okay. Jokic had four assists last game was due to Spo making adjustments or Jokic focusing more on scoring. So I talked about this in the beginning of the show. If you guys are tuning in, the adjustments that the Heat made, they decided, they said, look, we're going to – not not let Jokic score. We're going to make Jokic a score. So the difference between that is they're not just standing there saying, 
go ahead, Jokic, shoot. No, they're going to take away him being a facilitator because that's when he's the most dangerous. So if, if he gets his 30, 40 points, but he doesn't allow his teammates to get involved, Jamal Murray is not going to give us 25. Aaron Gordon's not going to give us 15. Michael Porter Jr. is not going to give us 15. KCP is not going to give us 15 off the bench. That That's a winning formula. So I believe that's what the Heat did. They just decided, hey, we're going to turn Jokic into a score and we'll live with the results. And what that does is now Jokic has three or four assists. He's the initiator of the offense, but he can't get anybody else involved because they're not allowing him to pass the ball to his other teammates. So basically all the other defenders that aren't on Jokic are just staying home, basically locking in to the guys that they defend, which turns Jokic into a score. The same thing that Golden State used to do to LeBron back when they played them in the finals. Say, we're going to make LeBron a score. So, yeah, LeBron will have 40. We're not going to let him get the ball to Kyrie, J.R. Smith, Shump. Like, we're not going to allow them to get off. We're going to just let LeBron score, and he'll eventually tire out. It takes a lot of energy to score 40 points in a game. I don't know if you, for you guys that are watching, if you've ever scored 30 or 40 points in a game, it takes a lot of energy to do <laughs> so and try to get everybody else involved. So it's just that. They're just trying to wear them down. So that's all it was. So that's how I feel about that. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, this is the X Factor Sports Podcast fan appreciation episode. We are just getting started. We're going in all night to the end of game three of the finals. We are over 4,000 likes on TikTok. I appreciate that for tuning in and watching. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Again, this is you guys' episode the fan appreciation. Keep bringing in the comments, the questions, anything you guys want to talk about, go ahead and tune in. We are here, all right? I will take a quick break. We'll be right back with the X Factor Sports Podcast. Don't go nowhere. I'm telling you, like a quick break, all right? We'll be right back. Yo, yo, told you, we right back. X-Factor Sports Podcast. Oh, man, they took my they took my screen away. We got to get that back. Get that back for my TikTok viewers. Here we go. We right back. Who is the best player in this series? Uh-oh. We got special guests over here on the TikTok. It is the producer herself. It is Ms. D chiming in. Appreciate that. Go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. Who is the best player in the series? Nikola Jokic is the best player in the series. He The, the Nuggets are up five right now going into halftime, and he damn near has a triple-double already. I think he's got 14, 10 rebounds and like six, seven assists. 
Uh, he is the best player in the series. The reason I say that is because he is the most difficult player to figure out. So when I think about the best player in a playoff series, that doesn't always mean that it is the best player. Sometimes that means Jamal Murray has 20 right now at half, but he's not the best. Just because he's scoring the most doesn't mean he's the best. The best player is the player that gives you the most trouble. And Nikola Jokic, for so many different reasons, gives teams the most trouble because he is a threat with or without the ball. He's a threat in front of the rim, mid-range. At all three levels, he is a threat offensively. Defensively, he's underrated. He's a big body and he has size. And what I mean by size is length. So he's he's the toughest guy to scout for. So I don't think it's even a, I don't think it's even a, a a hard answer to give that he is the best player in this series, and he's been the best player in the postseason this year. We are at five thousand likes at before halftime. I want to thank you guys so much. Our goal was to get to five thousand likes before the before the start of the third quarter. We've already gotten to five thousand likes before halftime. Again, thank you guys. Like, subscribe, share. We are on TikTok. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We are here the whole game. The X Factor Sports Podcast. This is your episode. The five thousand likes for all of you guys. This is your episode. I appreciate that. If we're at 5,000 at halftime, maybe we can get the 10,000 for the game. That's how I do math, all right? Let's double it up. I appreciate that. So let's get into some more news, all right? Like I said, it's halftime of the game three of the finals. Nuggets are up by five, 48-53. So let's get into some more news. Let's get into some questions. You guys, King Bob, thanks for joining in. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. Kelsey, I see you on there too. Appreciate that. Let's get into it though. Let's talk some more information. Let's get some more news out there. Let's get some more likes. Let's get some more comments. I want to interact with you guys. Again, this is your your show. So we got another one. So CP3, where we end up. So for the for you guys that weren't here early in the show, we talked about CP3 actually being waived by the Phoenix Suns. The 38-year-old first ballot Hall of Fame point guard, point god is what they call him is was waived by the phoenix suns it gives you a negative connotation because it says waived but i believe that it was best for both parties it was time for him to move on go somewhere else right off into the sunset i know players don't like to hear that in an advanced age but it is what it is in the phoenix suns they have new ownership new coach like they're looking to move on and build around kd and book they save almost $40 million in waving Chris Paul. So just makes sense to move on from him and build around the, your two superstars. So the question is, where will CP3 end up? I mean, I've been seeing memes of Laker fans wanting him to go to the Lakers. Anytime somebody becomes a free agent, the Lakers want Laker fans want them. Seriously. You Laker fans are starting to turn to Cowboy fans. All right, chill out. <laughs> okay, relax. Y'all want every player. Y'all think this is y'all year. Y'all them boys, whatever. Just, just chill out. Number one. Number two, if he goes to the Lakers, you got two 38-year-olds on your team now. <laughs> so 
it's a young man's league. Like, I get it. He's a he's an all time great, but you're the Lakers. Like, are you trying to sell tickets, or are you trying to are you trying to sell some tickets, or are you just trying to are you trying to win games? Like, two 38 year olds on a team starting in your starting lineup. I don't know if that's ever happened in NBA history to have two 38 year olds in the starting lineup. So to answer the question, where do I think he's going? I don't know if I if I were going to guess. If I were if I were to guess if he's trying to win a championship, I'll, I'll give you two answers. If he's trying to win a championship, I can see him going to the Milwaukee Bucks. I can see him going from the Western Conference, moving over to the East, and being there with Drew Holiday, being there with that, that core group of guys. I can see that happening if he wants to take a lesser role. I also can see him going to Boston. What is Boston looking for? They're looking for a point guard. They're looking for veteran leadership. They're looking for somebody that's tough, somebody to take the pressure off of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. So I can see him going there if he wants to start. Or I can see him retiring. I know you guys don't want to hear that. I wouldn't be surprised to see Chris Paul retire, say, I gave him my I gave him my all. I'm a Hall of Famer. You know, I'm top five probably in assists and, and steals. Like, it's all good. But if he still wants to play and compete, I can see him going to the East and going to Boston, actually. Now, the more that I say it out loud, the more I feel like he – could go to Boston. They they are not the the Marcus Smart experience may be over. He's the longest tenured Celtic, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them move on from Marcus Smart. Now that they have Malcolm Brogdon, the the, the problem will be the money. Now Chris Paul is going to take significantly less money to go play in Boston because they're about to get Jalen Brown a max this year. So if you back up the Brinks truck to Jalen Brown's house. You go into the currency exchange for Chris Paul. <laughs> so if he does play, he'll be playing for Boston if he's playing a win. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him walk away. If he goes to the Lakers, I guess. I mean, sure. Y'all got him, y'all got him too late. I mean, 10 years ago, he's supposed to be a Laker with Kobe. So y'all two, y'all 10 years too late. So we'll see what happens with that. But that's what I think. Again, thank you guys for tuning in to the X-Factor Sports Podcast. This is Jay Mondane. We are on live on TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook Live. We are over 6,500 likes. Man, keep running it up. Jump on and like and subscribe. Hit that like button. Share it. Make sure you share with everybody. And also, if you are watching on YouTube, be sure to chime in as well. Put your comments on, on Facebook. I saw somebody on TikTok saying they tried to comment on Facebook. The comments will, you have to go on YouTube. So you have to subscribe to the YouTube channel and you can place your comments there and then I'll be able to see those. So if you have not subscribed yet to YouTube, go ahead and do it. The cool thing about that is you will see the shorts that I put on there every week, the pop-ups I put on every week. You'll also be able to be notified when the episodes are live. So be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel but continue to watch it wherever you're watching it now and share that, all right? Again, we are at halftime of the NBA Finals game three. The Nuggets are up five. What have you guys seen in this first half? 
Okay. I can tell you what I've seen. I want to hear from you guys what you've seen in this first half. How do you think the second half is going to play out? What I've seen is good defense. The Nuggets, again, they're underrated defensive team. The Heat have scored 24 in the first quarter, 24 in the second quarter. And what that tells me is, and the, and the Heat are playing good basketball. They have nine assists, only one turnover in the first half. So it's not like the Nuggets are turning them over or getting points off turnovers. The Nuggets are playing good, solid defense, forcing them to miss shots, putting them in bad spots, and they have a five-point lead. I mean, this is what you want to see out of a championship team. You want them to slow the game down. You want them to play at their pace, take all the air out of the building, all the momentum. The Heat came in on fire. I mean, they no pun intended. <laughs> they won game two on the road, first home game, Nuggets are going to win. See, we're getting we're getting the chimes on TikTok. Appreciate that. And yes, they 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 have the formula to win. But again, it's two halves of basketball. Crazy, stranger things have happened. But what I'm seeing in this first half, the Heat win game two. They come back home for the first time in nine years. They get a home NBA Finals. Yes, they played in the finals, but it was in the bubble. Remember that. So they did get a home playoff game in front of their home fans. This is the first time since 2014 they've gotten one. So they come in excited. Messi, Lionel Messi is going to play for the Miami MLS team next year. I mean, Miami is the place to be tonight for sure. I saw on Twitter, Neymar was in the building. Like everybody's in Miami for this game. Not a, not a terrible place to be in June to be in South Beach. Neither here nor there. The Nuggets, what they're doing is they are taking the air out of the building making the Heat play at their pace, limiting their shots, and that's why you have a 53-48 halftime game right now because the way the Nuggets are playing. they When this series is over, if the Nuggets win, people are going to talk about how the Nuggets had underrated defense. Like, if you're watching these games, you see it. It's not underrated. They figured something out about how they want to play defense, okay? They're not going to be the Pistons from 04, but they're going to use their size. They're going to play good defense, and they finish by rebounding the ball. That's that's how they that's how they put their defense together. Yes, Messi turned down one point six billion to go to Miami. So what does that tell you? <laughs> you turn out one point six billion. So basically, what's happening is the world of sports has changed. And what I mean by that is it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't with social media and the way all these sports are touching the world. Everything has changed how sports are viewed. You can be you can become a billionaire playing in Milwaukee. You can become a billionaire playing in Oklahoma City, L.A., New York, Chicago, Miami, playing overseas, playing and coming foregoing one point six billion and coming to play in Miami like money can be made anywhere now. We're a very mobile society with technology and with social media and how sports are. So with Messi coming over to the States, he is going to generate so much money with fanfare. What he's going to do for Major League Soccer is, a, is going to be very, it's going to be very David Beckham-esque. If you remember when David Beckham came 10 years ago to the LA Galaxy, or maybe even 20 years ago, maybe. It was so long ago, but... 
at this level, 15, 20 years later, what Messi is going to do for the MLS when he comes to Miami, he will be able to make money forever in the U.S. And he's an international star. He'll still go home and represent his country. So he'll be able to make the money that he passed up on overseas is fine because of the money he will generate in the States on top of the money he will still generate as a national star. He's the he's arguably the greatest soccer player ever. I think he's going to be okay. So we got people chiming in. I appreciate that coming in from KC saying he should have joined the sport in KC. I mean, they can use something, boy. They they need the ghost of Pele can't help sport in KC right now. They're looking real bad. But yeah, if he came here, that would have been exciting to see. Go and watch him play. Absolutely. But shout out to Na shout out to uh, Messi. Sorry, Neymar is at the game. But shout out to Lionel Messi. About to come to the States next year. That'll be great to see, man. It's good for the sport, good for MLS to get superstars in the sport. That's how you move the sport forward. You get superstars in. All right. So if you are not tuning in on Facebook or YouTube, I'm getting questions on here as well. But because it's a live show and it is a fan appreciation, I will answer all the questions for everybody to see. Be sure to like, subscribe, share on all of the sites that I am live on. We are over 7,000 likes. Keep that number running up. I appreciate you guys. So, Dave, what's up, baby? One of my college boys from back in the day, TIU. In my opinion, who has had the better career, CP3 or Melo? Ooh. CP3 or Carmelo Anthony, who has had the better career? Um, That's a great question. I would say... I would say I would say Chris Paul has had the better career. It's a tough question because again, neither one of them has had neither one of them won championships. Chris Paul's been to one NBA final. And Melo's been to a Western Conference final. So they don't have the playoff success. Melo is ninth all-time in scoring. CB3 is, like I said earlier, he's top five in steals and assists. So they have the accolades. They have the years of service, if you want to call it. They have the um, the numbers. You know, they both have won Olympic gold medals. So from an international standpoint, their careers are, are elite. In the NBA, I would say Chris Paul, because of how Melo's career ended, a lot of it is his fault. A lot of it is narrative. I don't really care about the media narrative. But a lot of it is about the decisions he made in terms of where he wanted to play basketball. It's kind of hurt his career. Overall, I'm still a Melo fan, love Melo. I thought he should have won rookie of the year, his rookie year, but LeBron lived up to ridiculous expectations, so they had to give it to him. But CP3, I will give CP3 the nod for the better career because everywhere he's gone, he's turned them into a winning franchise. The Clippers were terrible before Chris Paul. And I don't think they missed the playoffs once while he was there. So that's a huge feather in his cap for that. I've been known to call Chris Paul overrated, but you do have to give credit when credit is due. He turned that Clippers franchise into something great. So if there was a, a separator, I would say when Chris Paul left New Orleans and went to the Clippers and when Melo left Denver and went to the Knicks, the trajectory of their careers. Chris Paul turned the Clippers actually into a good franchise, even through the Donald Sterling mess. 
Lob City, everything, they were winning. And Melo really wasn't winning in New York. He got his money, but he wasn't really winning. So I would say that's the separation. So I would give that to Chris Paul to say he's had the better career. So, yeah, again, thank you guys for tuning in the X Factor Sports Podcast. We are over 8,000 likes on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. I need you guys to chime in, baby. They TikTok is killing y'all right now. Come on and get in and, and give us some of your feedback. Like, share, subscribe. Thank you, guys. This is the Fan Appreciation Episode. Episode four, every season we will do a fan appreciation episode. This is the first one. I'm having a great time doing this right now. The second half has begun and the Nuggets come out firing, of course. So let's see what adjustments the Heat are going to make. Again, they have been stagnant offensively, 24 points in both quarters. And the Nuggets have been defensively, they've been great. If they can continue to play defense like this, they will win this game. And Jokic, again, is playing like the Jokic from game one, getting everybody involved. So it's going to be hard to, to guard. We'll see how the Heat make the adjustments, though, in the meantime. Appreciate you guys for tapping in. X-Factor Sports Podcast. We're over 8,500 likes on TikTok. I love it. Keep it running up. So we got to change the goals, man. When the expectations go up, the goals got to change, right? So we're at 8,500 likes on TikTok. By the end of the third quarter, let's see if we can get it up to 10,000, all right? So we need 1,500 more likes by the end of the third quarter. Let's see if we can do it. I appreciate you guys. The X Factor Sports Podcast, again, obviously the show is for you. Fan appreciation, so I obviously appreciate it. But be sure to chime in. You know, I'm loving the comments. I'm loving the chat. Everybody coming in and chiming in, asking questions. I love to see it. Once you guys put your chats up here, I will like everything that you guys put up. I'll respond to it. Just let me know what you guys want to talk about. Definitely, I love the NBA questions, but all sports, man. We can talk about whatever you guys want. Just so happens that this episode falls on a Wednesday with the NBA Finals Game 3 going on. And I like that you guys are chiming in, for sure. So... I got a question for you guys. The Nuggets are up 57-48 right now with 10 minutes to go in the third. Who will have the lead at the end of the third quarter? Will the Nuggets be in the lead or will the Miami Heat come back and take the lead in the third quarter? You guys let me know what you think if you're watching this game, if you're listening to the game, however it is you guys are involved. Let me know. This is the X Factor Sports Podcast streaming live for the entirety of Game 3 on TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Let me know what you guys think. Who will have the lead at the end of the quarter? Don't worry about what's in that double cup. It's keeping me going. That's all you need to know, baby. So, yeah, appreciate Joey B back live, man. I'm telling you, that guy, man, he he's supporting for sure. Share, like, subscribe. Everybody that's tuned in, everybody that's came on TikTok, thank you guys very much. Thank you guys for sharing it. I see at the bottom we got some shares. We got people on right now. We're at 85,000 likes. Let's get that up to 10,000 likes. It looks like Denver came out in the second half, and they ain't playing no games, man. They took a 6-0 a run to go up 11 here in the third quarter, 59-48. 
think they're coming in with a punch. Aaron Gordon with the nasty dunk and forcing the Heat to call a timeout. So looks like they're in trouble right now. But again, like we talked about in the first quarter, NBA, it's a game of runs and, a, and no lead is safe <laughs> until the game is over, especially the way these teams play. It's like the Nuggets. So we got the Nuggets by double digits going into the fourth quarter is what we got. We got people thinking, you guys tell me, what do you think? So we got Nuggets double digits going into the fourth. I believe that I believe the Nuggets will have the lead going into the fourth, but I think the Heat will cut it to five. I'm going to say they cut it back to five. Murray looking nice tonight. I think they keep the Nuggets by 10 or third. So we got two people that believe that they're going to be, it's going to be a double digit lead going into the fourth. Nuggets are going to win the game. They look like it. It look It's looking real good right now, but let's not forget game two at home. They had a 15 point lead and he came back and won that game. So they're never out of it. You can never count a team out in the playoffs in the NBA. Leads can evaporate like that. But I think that by the end of the third, I think it'll be a single digit game. I'm going to say five. I'm going to put, if I had to plant my flag on a number, I'll say a five point lead going into the fourth for the Nuggets. So a late run. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat make a late run. They do it all the time. It's been their MO the whole playoffs. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them make a late run. It'll be interesting though. They do make those mid the mid to late quarter runs. Spo just called a timeout. I'm sure he's in the game. I'm sure he's in the in the timeout making adjustments. And we'll see if they make their run. It's been happening. If you've been watching the game in the first half, it was the same thing. Team will go on a 6-0 run. The other team will respond. That's why it was tied at the end of the first. It was tied. It was pretty much tied throughout the whole second quarter. Nuggets when it took a lead at half by five. I think that the Heat will make the adjustment right away. Spo is a veteran coach, arguably the best coach in basketball. Eric Spoelstra is from what he gets out of his team. I'm gonna say Eric Spoelstra is probably the best coach in basketball. So I wouldn't be surprised if they made a run going into the fourth quarter. But I have the Heat down five going into the at the end of the third. So yeah, appreciate you guys for tapping in the X Factor Sports Podcast. We are over nine thousand likes for this episode, the fan appreciation episode. We got a small town of likes going on in TikTok. I wonder where we are on Facebook. I can't really see the Facebook likes or the shares because I'm on my streaming site. But I want to thank you guys for tuning in. If you are on YouTube, the, the comments that you guys are seeing, if you are watching on Facebook Live, are from people subscribed to the YouTube channel. So you got to get on YouTube if you want to chime in and get in the conversation, and I'll be able to respond back to you. We got conversations going on on TikTok as well. Do I think the Heat has more talent than the Nuggets or close? I don't think the Heat have more talent than the Denver Nuggets. I think that the Denver Nuggets are probably one of the most talented teams in the NBA. I think the Heat play harder than anybody in the NBA. And I think that's what that's the gap. So on paper, the Nuggets have a better team. They have better players. Everybody's been talking about the, the undrafted, this and that. That doesn't matter. Everybody's in the NBA. 
But I think where the where the Heat closed the gap is the effort. They play hard. They play within themselves. Everybody knows their role. And they play great defense. So they're able to compete with everybody. But from a talent standpoint, I think the Nuggets are the more talented team. But I think the Heat definitely play just as hard, if not harder, than anybody in basketball. And they came out and responded. You know, they came out. Now it's it's a nine-point game now. A seven-point game. Bam, Bam has been hitting this. Bam has been hitting this midi. All, all series long. For those of you who don't know the basketball lingo, a midi is a mid-range jump shot, basically 12 to 15, 18 feet from the basket. But he's been making this shot this entire series, man, and making it hard to guard because he's not going to go all the way into the paint, but he gives himself the opportunity if he needs to kick it to shooters. He has enough court vision in the mid-range to kick it to shooters that are wide open to make shots, or he can take the shot himself. It looks like the Nuggets are living with him shooting that shot and not giving up threes to a Max Strews, Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson. So it's a chess, it's a chess match. You know, you got to be able to live with certain things. You got to be able to take away certain things. And that's what the Nuggets have elected to give up. They'll give up a mid-range shot and not let Gabe Vincent give up. Yep, but but Bam, man, he's gonna, I mean, Bam probably averages over 20 in this series. That's why I said earlier. If the Heat win this series, Bam will be the Finals MVP for sure because they don't win these games without Bam. The Heat are trying to go on a run right now, but the Nuggets are responding. I mean, big shot by Kevin Love just hit a three, but the Heat, have, I mean, the Nuggets have been answering every every question that the Heat have had, every punch they've thrown. The Nuggets have fought back or swung back at them, so. This is a great game. I'm glad we're doing a fan appreciation night during this game. This has been a great game to watch. It's been back and forth. It's exciting. The fourth quarter is going to be exciting. Remember, I have the heat down by five at the end of the quarter. We got, we're just under seven minutes left and the heat are down 10. So we'll see. A couple three-pointers will get them down to where they need to be at. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the X Factor Sports Podcast. We are live. We have been going since the tip-off of Game 3. We are live on TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube every Wednesday night, the X-Factor Sports Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 4, the fan appreciation episode. I'm starting to get a lot more interaction. I love it. You guys come chime in. I'll be able to respond to any of the questions you guys have. If you subscribe to YouTube or if you hop on TikTok, I'll be able to answer any questions you guys have. So I appreciate that. What we got going on now? Sure, replays are trying to defend Jokic. Again, to answer the question from Ms. D, who chimed in earlier, who is the toughest person to defend or who's the best player in this series? It's got to be Jokic because he is the toughest guy to guard. You can't put anybody on him from Miami. They don't have the size. Bam is small in terms of Jokic is able to shoot over him. But you try to put a small guy over him, he can shoot over him and use his size as well. He's inside, outside. It's just, he's a matchup nightmare right now. What we got? They won't give it to Bam Butler's the only player that would get picked from the Heat politics. I'm going to disagree. So, yes, Jimmy Butler is the, the obvious choice. But if he's not playing well, 
and they win in these games and bam is averaging 25 in this series and 25 and 10 you got to give it to him i mean that we've seen we've seen playoffs in the past where the best player or the team did not get finals mvp we've seen Kawhi leonard get a finals mvp playing for the spurs for holding lebron to 30 points we've seen andre Iguodala, same thing get it over steph so we've seen this happen this isn't unprecedented but bam is playing this is his this has been his best series in the playoffs by far so i wouldn't be let's i'll say this i wouldn't be surprised if bam got finals mvp over jimmy if jimmy doesn't have a crazy game if he doesn't have one of those types of games that he had in the milwaukee series and bam continues to play consistently like he has been and they win i wouldn't be surprised if bam got it um for the eastern conference finals mvp the bob Cousy award i believe that um jimmy butler got the mvp it was nine voters he got five of the votes Caleb Martin got four. So he's only one vote off from getting from getting that that MVP because of the series he had. So I wouldn't be surprised. And I don't think Jimmy would be upset about it. Like Jimmy is a team guy. He want to win a ring. I wouldn't be surprised if Bam got it. For sure. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We are at we are over 9,500 likes. Like I said, we got a small town, man. Worth the likes. Let's get it up to 10. We're under five minutes to go in the quarter. I got the heat being down five going into the fourth and we want to get up to 10,000 likes on TikTok. I want to thank you guys for tuning in on TikTok, YouTube and Facebook live. <laughs> Do I know where, who played college basketball? Are oh, you talking about Kentucky? Oh yeah. My boy, Dave, he's a Kentucky guy. Yeah. It doesn't bother me one bit, man. He's a Kentucky guy. He went there for a cup of coffee and then came to the NBA one and done. Um, You'd love to see John Calipari win more than one national title after being there for so long. I mean, damn. But that's another story for another time when we get into our college season. But yes, Bam, even our conversation we had earlier, we are talking about somebody asked a question, who's better, AD or Bam right now? Two Kentucky guys, two one-and-done guys, for sure. So I give props to guys when they, when they deserve it. He is a Kentucky guy, for sure, so. Kentucky guy could get a finals MVP. We'll see if they win the series. I don't know what my prediction looking like right now. I think the uh, Nuggets are up, what, 13? <laughs> Under five minutes left in the third. But four we're at four minutes in the third and they're down 13 points. It's all good. Like I said, game of runs. You got a Gabe Vincent three. Oh, he just missed it, though, out of the corner. That These are the shots they want. So watching this game... Yes, the Nuggets are playing good defense. They're playing defense with good intentions, and they're finishing it up with rebounds. But the Heat are missing shots, too. I mean, the Heat got open looks, and they're missing them. And they are trying their best to guard Nikola Jokic, and they can't do it. If you're watching, so what they've done is they don't have Bam. They don't have a big. They tried Cody Zeller in the first half. What they're doing now is they're putting guards on them and then they're coming with a double team when he starts his dribble. So that's an effective way to guard a big man. The way you want to do that is if you let your guard guard the big man from behind, so he's not going to deny or front him, 
He'll play from behind. What that does, if you're a bigger guy, in your mind, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to post this guy up. And because Jokic is a facilitator, I can post up, I can look to score, and I can see over the trap and be a facilitator. What the Heat are doing, though, is they have a, a guard on them, a small on them. When he starts to make his move, when he makes one or two dribbles, now they're sending double weak side. When he's on a move to score off a spin move or going baseline, now they're sending the doubles from the top. And that makes him have to make a quick decision. So it's actually not a bad idea what they're doing. They start off with Bam on them up top, and then when the offense is initiated and they switch, they put a small guy on them, and then they bring the double from the weak side. So it hadn't been really working that well, <laughs> but – I like that they're putting wrinkles in and trying to give Jokic different looks to try to, you know, jump the game up and make them do different things. So interesting to see. But the X Factor Sports Podcast, thank you guys for tuning in. TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe, like, share, like, like, like. But you can also follow. So during the week, I, the show is Wednesday nights. But during the week, we are always doing pop-ups. We are doing poll questions. So you can go ahead and like the um, Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow on Instagram, TikTok, of course, Facebook, on all the social media sites. You'll definitely be able to chime in to any of the poll questions, to any of the graphics that I put up, anything that we put on this week. So what we got? What will my plan be to guard Jokic? Again, we just talked about a lot of different wrinkles on Jokic. The way the way I would guard Nikola Jokic is, man, as they go into timeout, the Nuggets go up 14 <laughs> under two minutes to go. He's going to have to go on a hell of a run to bring it down to single digits or down to five even. How would I guard Nikola? How would I – what would be my plan to guard uh, Nikola Jokic? What I would do is, well, they, I think the Heat try to run a little bit of zone and try to wrinkle it up a little bit. I definitely wouldn't do that with the shooters they have and the size to shoot over. What I would do is what they did in game two. I would I would make Jokic just score. You have to take something away from him. If you're going to take one thing away from him, the thing that makes him unique and what makes him one of the best players in basketball is not that he's seven foot and that he can score. What's up, Sharif? Go ahead and like, subscribe, share. Appreciate you chiming in. She is one of the biggest KC Current promoters there is, so be sure to follow her as well and follow the KC Current new women's soccer team that's jumping into KC. To answer the question about how I would guard Jokic, though, is the same way they guard them in game two. I would eliminate, you have to take something away. When you play against a great player, you know that they're great. And if you try to ignore the fact that they're great, you're going they're gonna kill you. You got to move the arrogance and the stubbornness to the side and understand what you're what you're up against. He is great. Now, now that we've established he's great, what does he do well? He's a great passer. He's a great facilitator. Facilitator just doesn't mean pass. Like he understands everybody's role on the court. And he's a great scorer. So what can we take away? I'm taking away the passing. I'm gonna Jokic, go ahead, man. You, you're a scorer this game. I would do exactly what the Heat did in game two. Go ahead and try to go for 40 every night. I'm not letting Michael Porter Jr. beat me. I'm not letting KCP beat me. 
I'm not letting Aaron Gordon beat me. So that that's how I would guard Nikola Jokic. I would make him one-dimensional to answer your question directly. So yeah, we made it. We are at 10,000 likes, ladies and gentlemen, on TikTok. Appreciate you guys. The fan appreciation episode has been a big hit. X Factor Sports Podcast, this episode is for you guys. I love that you guys are chiming in. I love that you guys are liking, sharing, and subscribing. We are over 10,000 likes on TikTok. Let's go ahead and get it to 1,200. Let's get it to 12,000 likes by the fourth quarter. By the end of the game, we can see if we can get the 15,000 likes. That's 5,000 more. Maybe we can, maybe we can't, but hey, what's the point of having goals if you don't, what's the point of shooting for some if you ain't shooting for goals, right? So go ahead and continue to like, share, subscribe. We are on for the entirety of the game. This is the X Factor Sports Podcast. Appreciate you guys for chiming in. Make sure you let everybody know we are on Wednesday nights. Normally it's 7 p.m. to 8 Central Time on YouTube. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's how you get in and how you can make your comments. You can comment every week, but because this is the fan appreciation episode, I am able to respond on the spot to you guys. We will talk more than basketball. We talk NBA, NFL, MLS, NHL, WNBA, college basketball, college football, fantasy sports. We will talk everything when it comes to it. But this episode just happens to fall on game three of the finals. So you get game three of the finals and you get me chiming in talking about it the whole way through. All right, Nuggets up 16, Jokic with 26, 17, and 8. Let me say that again. Nicole Jokic <laughs> in three quarters is 26 points, 17 rebounds, and eight assists. Um, yeah, so to answer the question that was posed to me earlier, how do you guard this guy? You have to make him a one, you gotta make him one dimensional. I mean, for the series, he's averaging 34, 11, and nine on 60% shooting. 34, 11, and nine. So, I mean, he's having an unbelievable playoffs and unbelievable finals. I don't think there's a question of who will win finals MVP if the Nuggets win. <laughs> but um, you got to make this guy one-dimensional because what happens when he gets everybody else involved, now they're just hard. They're, now you lose by double digits. The game is close when, and you can win the game if Jokic's main focus is to score, but he's not that type of player. He's such a smart basketball player that – and the way their offenses ran, <clears throat> it's almost like running the triangle. And this, this, I'm gonna get nerdy on you guys for a little bit. What I mean by that is when the when teams used to run a triangle for Jordan, for Kobe, the reason they ran the triangle is because it made it hard to defend their best player because there's a key pass and then there's actions around all of these passes. So if you throw the ball into a certain spot on the floor, that triggers reactions around everything else that happens on the floor. The Nuggets run a similar offense. Jamal Murray may bring the ball up sometimes. Jokic will bring the ball up. Hell, they even let Aaron Gordon bring the ball up sometimes off rebounds. And what happens is Jokic can get the ball at different spots on the floor and that creates action from everywhere else. So at one point, he might bring the ball up and that starts an action on the wings. He may start out handing the ball, a dribble handoff, a pick and roll. And 
I mean, Christian Braum is going crazy right now. <laughs> Christian Braum got in the game. He is having one hell of a year. And he just won a national championship. Now he's in the finals. He's going crazy. So back to what I was saying, you get the ball to Jokic in different spots. It, it, it just dictates different actions. Pinch post, elbow, top of the key, low post, corner, baseline, anything can change the way they run an offense. So that's why it's so hard to guard this dude, man. But you got to make him just a one-dimensional player if you can. But he's so damn smart, it's hard to do. So, yeah, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to the X Factor Sports Podcast. Um, it looks like my prediction was horribly wrong. Hopefully you didn't go bet on what I said about where this score is going to be <laughs> because um, it's a 16-point lead headed to the fourth, going to the end of the third, headed into the fourth quarter. The Nuggets just look really good. Um, defense, again, defense, defense, defense. They are holding the heat to 66 points in the third quarter another great quarter holding them under 25 points again um nuggets by eight tonight is what sheree is saying the eight point win i mean it may be more than that looking at this now unless the heat got some fight in them to close this thing out they're down 14 and going into the fourth quarter but crazy Thank you guys for tuning in, man, to X Factor Sports Podcast. This is so much fun, fan appreciation. I love seeing the comments come in. I love interacting with you guys. We are over 12,000 likes on TikTok, and it's only the third quarter. Let's get that thing up to 15,000 likes. Share, subscribe, everything. Let everybody know that we are live watching the NBA Finals. This is your episode. You will get an episode all the episodes are for you, of course. Obviously, I'm not talking to myself. But fan appreciation. Let's dig into what that means to me. So, again, I've been talking sports my entire life. <clears throat> I love talking sports. It's a hobby of mine. I've turned this into something that I want to actually grow. And it's because you guys paying attention and watching the show and encouraging me to do it and, and following and liking and seeing the progress. I appreciate you guys. So, what I'm going to do every season, I will have a fan appreciation episode and it will be very similar to this one. It'll, it'll be an episode where you guys can chime in, give me your comments, your likes, your dislikes, debate questions, and we will, and we'll chop it up. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to watch every week on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's how you guys are able to comment and get on the screen and share and also TikTok. I can see your comments on TikTok as well and I can interact with you guys there, but we're airing on Facebook Live also every week. Thoughts on Victor Wimbenyama. The number one, he will be the number one pick presumably. My thoughts on him, I think uh nowadays is there such thing as too much hype? I mean, with so much social media and highlights and I mean, the, the game is a, it's a global game. When you get a player of this caliber, that's that as good as I've seen him look so far, I don't just see highlights. I've actually seen him play in games. I mean, he's every bit of a number one pick. I mean, do seven, three, seven, four can handle the ball, can shoot. He rim protects like he, he has charisma. He's got swag. Like, 
you got to understand the way the NBA is now. When I was growing up, the NBA was probably 70, I would say 80% basketball, 20% entertainment. And then David Stern kind of ushered in the inner, he pushed the individual player and pushed the game to be global. And you fast forward to 2023, I would say now it's damn near reversed, like flipped. The, the NBA is like 75% entertainment, 25% basketball at this point. Not that it's a good or bad thing. It generates billions of dollars. So obviously it's got to be an entertainment space. But about Victor Wimbenyama, he brings the charisma to the game from an international standpoint. A lot of these international players that are coming in are good players. I think he will be good under Greg Popovich. He couldn't have fell into a better spot. It's not an accident that the Spurs got the number one pick in the draft. This kid is a high commodity, which leads me to my point about the entertainment aspect of the NBA. You don't want a player like that going to a team that's not managed or ran well. You don't want them going to a young team with a young coach that can't manage the the fame or the fanfare that comes with a Victor Wimbenyama. So I'm not surprised. When I saw the lottery and who had chances to get him, I was like, yeah, Greg Popovich is getting him. That's a gift to Greg Popovich for all his years of, you know, grooming great players and the champions. We don't want to see Victor Wimbenyama at a team that loses 60 games a year. We want to see him play with a coach that can actually coach him and make him a great player. So my thoughts on him is A, he is going to be a good player. B, he went to a great franchise in Greg Popovich, depending on how long Pop stays in San Antonio. But the NBA did the right thing by getting him to a franchise, a first-class organization. So I think he'll be a good player. We are in the fourth quarter. 82-68, 14-point lead for the Nuggets. We'll see how this thing closes out. We are almost at 14,000 likes going at the start of this fourth quarter. So go ahead and continue to like, subscribe, share. Let everybody know that the X Factor Sports Podcast is here. And if you ain't been around, this is episode four, the fan appreciation episode. So hopefully we got some new fans tonight since we've been airing. And I hope you guys continue to watch and continue to like and let people know about what we got going on. We do more than NBA. This appreciation episode just happens to fall on game three of the NBA Finals. So that's why you're getting me here. All right. So go ahead and continue to like and share. Bring your questions in. We're in the fourth quarter. Let me know. So it seems like it's a looking at the chat. Everybody is going for Denver. I don't see anybody saying to Miami, he's going to win this game. They're down 14 at home. So if you guys have the Denver Nuggets winning this game, I'm going to do this for you guys. Fan appreciation night. I appreciate you guys for tuning in, watching the show, liking, subscribing. I'm going to do this. The X Factor Sports Podcast. If you've been watching the show, if you've been watching my pop-ups, everything leading up to the show, you notice that I'm wearing an X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. Usually a different color every single episode. So I'll do this. Whoever gets the exact score Whoever gets the final score, if you get that score correct at the end of this game, you will get a free X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. I will send it to you. 
if you if you get the score correct, you have to get the Nuggets score and you have to get the Heat score. If you get that score exactly right, I will give you guys a free X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. We can chat offline in Messenger. You can give me your information. I will ship that to you personally. The X Factor Sports Podcast t-shirt. I have them in a bunch of different colors. Damn near every color of the rainbow. I will be sure to get those out to whoever can give me the final score. If you get it exactly right, I will send out a free X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. Thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate you as well. Like, share, subscribe to the X Factor Sports Podcast on YouTube, Facebook Live, and TikTok. Also, if you want to follow for more content, you can follow on Twitter, Instagram as well, at X Factor Sports. Why were the Nuggets not this good with Melo? <laughs> That's a great question. So, before Melo got to the Nuggets, they were terrible. They never made the playoffs. But because of when they got Carmelo Anthony, they actually got good. They start getting better. Uh, they made it. They made the playoffs every year when Melo was there, and the first and probably for six, seven, eight years before Melo got to the Nuggets, they never made the playoffs. So he was the beginning of something. They 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 were starting to get good with Melo at his peak in two thousand nine. They made it to a Western Conference Final, but when Melo was in Denver, there were just too many good teams. I mean, yes, it would have been cool to see them be this good, but they just couldn't get over the hump. They had to run into Kevin Durant and OKC. You had Tim Duncan in the Spurs. You had Kobe in the Lakers. You had, um, who am I missing? I said KD, you got Oklahoma City was good. You had Minnesota was good. KG was still in Minnesota when, when Melo came to the league. That team was good. Tim Duncan and the Spurs were good. Sacramento was good. Chris Webber and all those guys. That was when Melo came to the league. He was in the era of the power forwards being great. Dirk was in Dallas. You had Dirk in Dallas. You had Kobe and Shaq. You had KG, Tim Duncan, like, Everybody was good when Melo came, and that was just in the West. So the Western Conference was the best conference in basketball during that time, and his teams weren't good enough to get over the hump. I mean, he had to get through so many great players to get there. All right, we got some scores. Let's see. We got – let's see. All right, we're going to keep these up on the screen. So we got 95 to 78. All right. 95-78 is a final. What we got? 102 to 90 is a final. All right. I'm writing these down live. Whoever gets this right, whoever gets the exact score right, will get a free X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. What else we got? We got 104-103. Okay. We got the Heat making a comeback. I like it. That'd be that would be great to see. We get a great fourth quarter. That'd be great to see. Now, I appreciate it, guys. We're over 14,000 likes. Remember, the goal is 15, I've said 14,000 likes. The goal is to get the 15,000 likes by the end of the game. We have nine minutes left to go. The Nuggets are up 16. What other scores we got? We got 99-91 Nuggets. All right. I like it. I like it. Keep bringing them in. Give me you guys a score. What we got here? Okay, we got 112.95. All right, I like it. 112. So 
86 points. They got to they gotta go on a run, man. They got to get 112 points. Let's see if they can get to it, though. Anything's possible. Y'all keep bringing it in. Let me know your scores. What you guys got going on as far as scores. Remember, if you just jumped on, this is the X Factor Sports Podcast, Season 1, Episode 4. This is the Fan Appreciation Episode. And what we got going on now, if you're seeing scores, is I let my fans know because I appreciate you guys and thank you guys for tuning in. Whoever gets the final score right to this game, Nuggets versus Heat, whoever gets the final right will get a free X Factor Sports Podcast t-shirt sent to them. So that's why you're seeing scores up on the screen. Let's see what we got. Let's see who can get this score right. It needs to be exactly right. I need the winner and I need the final and that's how you will win this shirt. I think that this game, I think this series is going six. I talked about it in the first quarter. I think the Nuggets will win in six games. I think the Heat will win another game. I'm not sure when they will get it. But I believe that Jimmy Butler will have one of those games. It'll be a Jimmy Butler type game and he'll pull out one. But I just think the Nuggets are just a better team overall. They're hungry. Um, you know, the, obviously the Heat are hungry too, but I just think that they are overmatched in this series against the Nuggets, the way the Nuggets play, the adjustments they make. I mean, they, they're just, they're underratedly tough. So I got Jimmy Butler giving, giving me one more game, and I think the Nuggets win it in six. All right, we got some more scores up on the board. Let's see them. Let's see them. What we got? We got 112 to 104. All right. What else we got? We got 98, 90, no, 97, 88, Denver. All right. I like it. What else y'all got, man? Let me know. Let me know what y'all got on these scores. Look at Christian Braun, man. This guy is playing with so much confidence right now. It's it's crazy. It's amazing what going to a, a good organization can do for a rookie. So, is and we just talked about Victor Wembanyama and what my thoughts are. If you instill confidence in these players and they go to good organizations, these players can be great players. Everybody comes into the NBA. They're they're obviously good. I mean they're. There are only 450 players in the world that have played in the NBA. Less than 10,000 play, less than 10,000 human beings on Earth have played basketball in the NBA. Think about that. We have seven billion people on Earth. Ten thousand people have played in the NBA. You have to be good to play in this league. And the separation when you get here has a lot to do with the organization you land with. And a player like Christian Braun. If I'm being completely honest, I didn't know how good he was going to be. And I don't know how good he is going to be. But he's having a great rookie year. He's playing with a lot of confidence, playing in the NBA Finals, getting real minutes, and, and seeing success will do a lot for this guy, this kid's career. So it'll be interesting to see how he does moving forward. What else do we got? All right. <laughs> Better put them in if they want to score only 97. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man. I don't know. I think they're going to score more than 97 points. But again, it's not about what I think. It's about what the players do. And it's crazy. We're talking about the Denver Nuggets and they show a mellow commercial. But 
It's not about that. If whatever the score is, whoever gets the final score right will get a X Factor Sports Podcast t-shirt for free. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. We are over 15,000 likes. We are almost at 16,000. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the X Factor Sports Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook. And I'm on TikTok every Wednesday night. Thank you guys so much. Continue to chime in, ask questions, interact with me. This is your episode. We are over 16,000 likes. Let's go ahead and get to 18 before the end of the game. Let's see if we can get there. All right. We're climbing that ladder, baby. Keep, keep, keep showing them likes. Reach out to everybody. Let them know we're on. We're at the fourth quarter. If you get the score correct, if you get the final score of this game, the Nuggets versus Heat game three of the finals, if the final score is correct, the winner will get a free X Factor Sports Podcast shirt for Fan Appreciation Night. So go ahead and let me know. Jump on right now. Log in. Subscribe to YouTube. Get on TikTok. Put your scores up on the screen. And let me know. I will write them down. And I'll write your name by it. Give me the final of this game. If you get it correct, you will win a free X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. Thank you. The Denver Nuggets, the light blue. Yeah, you know, the old Denver Nuggets jerseys were light blue. They switched them to the Mile High City, the blue jerseys. I like these jerseys as well. I like the old Denver Nuggets. I'm an old school guy. I prefer the Denver Nuggets jersey that have the skyline on them, actually. So I go way back. I'm back in the Alex English, the Kimbe Mutombo days when they had the mountains and the skyline on the jersey. I thought those were the dopest jerseys growing up. I wanted one so bad. I wanted the Bulls to do that back in the day. It's like, just put the Sears Tower, put our skyline, because we have the dopest skyline. Just go ahead and put that on the jersey. So I always liked the Denver Nuggets jerseys when they had the skyline on there, for sure. Nuggets are up 18 right now, under eight minutes to go in the game, 93-75. So... For that 97 point, we need uh, the Nuggets to score only four more points for the rest of the game. So I don't know if that's going to happen. Joey, I'm going to change mine to 102 to 82. Uh, 105 to 82. Ah, man, you, 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 yours is locked in. But you know what? You're one, of, you're one of my biggest fans. I'm going to go ahead and change it for you, man. Make it a little more realistic. Because what you had at 78 wasn't realistic. So let's go ahead and change that. 105.82. All right. We're going to change it for you. Make it look a little bit realistic. Tay-Tay, I appreciate you. Go ahead and chime in. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. We are over 17,000 likes. Oh, I apologize. We got two of them in under the same name. All right. We can do that. That's fine. Whoever wins, it'll go to that house, I guess. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in, man. 93-78, we're seven minutes to go. The defense they are playing on Jimmy Butler, man. He has not seen this defense. I'm impressed with Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is playing some good on-ball defense for a guy that's removed. I mean, he's two years removed from an ACL tear, but still, man, like, this dude's trying to win a championship, for real. They are playing some tough defense on Jimmy Butler. That, that should be the, the story of this game. Yes, Jokic is going to get a triple-double. Yes, Christian Brom is playing great. 
But the story of this game that I'm watching is the defense. The Heat have 77 points with six minutes to go in this game. So I am. No, you can't do yours with two minutes left. <laughs> We're going to keep them locked in. <laughs> I appreciate that, but we'll let that one go. So we got our we got our numbers in. Again, if you are just tuning in, the reason people are putting scores up is because we are giving out a free X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. If you get the final score right, you are going to win a shirt. Nobody put in a, a new score. That's actually two people. And I know them personally is two people under the same name. So one of them had the score at 93 to 78. Another person added at 105 to 82. So we'll see if it gets to that number. But whoever has the exact score, right, will win a free X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. It will be a different color. I got almost every color of the rainbow in these shirts. I'm looking forward to getting one out. So I hope one of you guys get the exact score right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are almost at 18,000 likes on TikTok. Go ahead and like, share, subscribe. Again, I can't see it on Facebook, but this is on Facebook Live. And also, if you subscribe to the YouTube, please go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. You will get notifications, exclusive content every week. I do pop-ups. I do poll questions. I put shorts on there, 30-second clips, and I always put them on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter as well. So go ahead and like and subscribe there. Before the show started, I had over 1,400 subscribers to YouTube. Hopefully, we got a few more, and hopefully, we got a few more people that like and subscribe on all the social media sites. We have hit our goal at 18,000 likes. We still got about four minutes left in the game. Let's see if we can get to 20,000. Let's go ahead and up it. Let's go and run it up. Continue to like and subscribe to the show. If you get the final score right to game three, you will receive an X Factor Sports podcast shirt exclusively. I will, I will tap in with you offline on Messenger Direct, get your information, and I will send that X Factor Sports podcast shirt out to you directly. If I know you and you get it right, and I see you, obviously I will personally deliver the X Factor Sports Podcast shirt to you, nice and folded, of course. So be sure to tap in, give me your scores, who, who will win the game, A, and what will the final score be? If you get that right, I will get you guys an exclusive X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. <laughs> we got locals that say they want theirs still shipped. Hey, I can do that for you too, man, whatever you need. Again, this is Fan Appreciation Night. I appreciate you guys. However you guys want it, I'll give it to you. But you got to get the final score right. So all that is moot if you don't get the score. All right. So what are we seeing here? Jokic played 38 minutes. My man has 30 points, 20 rebounds, and nine assists. Nikola Jokic is putting up video game numbers. Um, 30 points, 20 rebounds in an NBA final is ridiculous. I can't remember the last time somebody scored, grabbed 20 rebounds in a final. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I don't know. I mean, I know Rodman, Dennis Rodman's had some NBA finals games where he's had 15 rebounds that I can remember. I don't know if he's gotten 20. He probably has. 
You guys will have to look that up. But Jokic has 20 rebounds right now as we speak. And there's six minutes to go left in the game. He just went on a 7-0 run, cut it to 14. Look like they're trying to get in this ball game. Will either of the teams be good next year or this a lucky year? That's an interesting question. I think the Nuggets will be good next year like this because their top players, their, their, their main pieces are under contract. So Jokic is coming back. He's signed, he's signed under contract. Aaron Gordon, Jamal Murray, like all of their core guys, KCP, will, will all come back. So, yes, the Nuggets will be good. The Heat is going to be tough to say. Tyler Hero is out. Their second leading scorer is actually out. And he's signed. He's re-signed, so he'll be back. But the players that kind of stepped up this year are going to be looking for a contract. Gabe Vincent. Duncan Robinson actually is signed for another year, I think. Kyle Lowry may be gone. Gabe Vincent, uh, you got, you know, they have pieces that come off the bench. Caleb Martin, these guys haven't signed long-term deals yet. So it'll be interesting to see if the Heat can re-sign them and bring that group back. So if either one of the, if I had to pick a team that may not be as good next year or may look different, I would say the Miami Heat just because of the contracts. <laughs> Manute Bowl in the, in the NBA final. I don't know if Manute Bowl has been to an NBA final, so. Not sure if he's gotten 20 rebounds in, in a game like of this magnitude. I would say, I mean, again, I'd have to look it up off the top of the head. I know Rodman's had some 15 rebound games. Hell, he averaged probably 15 rebounds in the final playing with the Bulls. But I don't know anybody that's gotten 20 off the top. So be interesting to know who that was. You guys can look that up for me. Let me know. Teach me something. Let me know. Shaq, maybe. Again, off the top of the head, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Shaq getting 20 rebounds, but I mean, 20 rebounds in 38 minutes is absurd with 30 points. <laughs> like he's he's on another level, Jokic, man. He's Is, is Nikola Jokic the best player in the world? You guys let me know. Is he the best player in the world after, after this playoff run? Does this playoff run solidify Nikola Jokic as the best player in the world or does he still have some work to do? You guys let me know. 97 to 83, a little under four and a half left to go in the game. If you get the score right, be sure to let me know. You got to put your scores up on the screen. I got to be able to see your scores and let me know what the final will be. When we get to the three minute mark, we're going to shut it down. If you don't have your score in in the next minute of the game, I can't give it to you, but whoever is whoever gets the score right will get a free X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. It is three minutes and 45 seconds left in the game. You got to give me a score, and whoever gets the score exactly right gets an X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. Jokic, that's a great answer. So he has to play a little bit longer. Consistency matters. I agree with that. I don't think he's the best player in the, in the league. I think he's having the best run. This run that he's having in the, in the playoffs right now is similar to what Giannis had. It's similar to what D. Wade had in 2006. It's similar to what Dirk did in 2011. They weren't the best players in the world at the time, but 
it definitely put the rest of the league on notice like, okay, these guys are entering their prime. Jokic is entering his prime. He is 30, 10, 30, 20, and 10 right now <laughs> in this final. I would say he's entering it in his prime. He's under 30 years old and he's playing like this. He was a second round pick. He's a two-time league MVP. He's a Western Conference Finals MVP. If they win this series, he'll have a ring and he'll be a Finals MVP before the age of 30. It's all clicking at the right time, but he's got to keep it going to be the best player in the league. I agree with that. Let's see. All right, we got some answers. Ben Wallace had 22 rebounds. That's a good, that's a great pick. I wouldn't, I'm not surprised by that. Ben Wallace grabbing 22, 22 rebounds in the game. Shaq in 04, game four, 36 and 20. Probably the same series that Ben Wallace had 20 rebounds as well because they played each other in 04. So yeah, wouldn't be surprised by that. I'm not I'm not surprised by that, I should say. Shaq grabbing 20 rebounds in the final. He probably had 20 rebounds in that series against the Nets when he dominated them. Um, Shaq averaged 30 and, I think he averaged like 34 and 18 or something like that against the Nets when they swept them back in 02. Some ridiculous, so I'm not surprised by that. But yeah, so of recent memory, we got 2004. Anything other, anything more recent than 2004, somebody getting 20 rebounds in the finals. Look, 20, 30 point, 20 rebound triple doubles. Jokic has three. There's only been five of them. Wilt and Kareem have the other two. Jokic has the other three. <laughs> Insane. He's having, a, I mean, he's having a crazy, crazy final. So crazy playoff run. Best player in the leagues were able to play with multiple teams, coaches, and players. Yeah, um, but also at the same time, you can't help, you know, if you're if you're in a good organization and you're winning and you're the best player, you're always going to be in the argument for best player. You know, Kobe played 20 years for the Lakers. Yes, he had multiple coaches. Tim Duncan, though, I mean, Duncan was arguably the best player in his era. When he played, he played for Popovich all 20 years for the Spurs. So it is possible. Um, if you go back even further, you know, you got players like Magic, Bird, you know, Jordan played for Phil Jackson majority of his career. So you don't need to necessarily go to different teams and have multiple coaches. If you're playing at a high level consistently, you're always going to be in the conversation for the best player in the world. And the separator is usually winning, right? We talk about KD, LeBron, Giannis, all these guys being the best players in the league. When you get to that level of elite, you, you, you start splitting hairs. It's like, all right, so how many, you know, are they winning in the playoffs? Are they getting MVPs? That's, that's kind of what the separation will be. So if Jokic continues to win MVPs, if he continues to win finals or continues to go deep in the playoffs, he will be considered the best player in the league. Like, like this year, Joel Embiid won MVP, but nobody thinks Joel Embiid is the best player in the league, right? I mean, I don't think he's the best player in the league. I think he had a great year, and it was almost to the point like, damn, if Joel Embiid doesn't get MVP this year, when will he get it? Like, what more does he need to do to get it? So I understood why he got it. But do I think he's better than Jokic? No, I don't think he's a better player than Jokic. But they're both at an elite level, and what will happen is you'll start splitting hairs. All right, so 
is he better than Jokic? Well, Jokic is making getting his team deeper to the playoffs. Jokic is giving giving you crazy numbers in the postseason. So that's that's what it'll boil down to. And yeah, so Embiid probably meant most of his team overall. That's why he won MVP. But I'm thinking, I mean, this dude led the league in scoring for two years in a row. Like he he does everything. Yes, what he does equates to winning, but if you go analytically, Jokic, what Jokic does for his team is ridiculous too. And could it be voter fatigue? Sure. Could it be Embiid? Again, what he has done. If you don't give it to him now, like you can't, you you can't give it to him. So a lot of it, I think, is campaigning. These guys campaign for themselves to win it, and a lot. And, and, and Jokic really doesn't care, honestly. I don't think Jokic cared if he won or not. I think Jokic felt like I'm looking for something bigger. I have two of them, and I need to validate the two that I have by at least making a deep playoff run, and he's proven that. I think win, win or lose, I think Jokic has validated his two league MVPs by the, the incredible run he is making in this playoff. And if he caps it off with a finals and a finals MVP, I think he validates his MVPs. Now, with Jokic or with Embiid winning his MVP, now he has to validate it. You can't have league MVPs and be and get bumped out of the second round of playoffs every year. That was the knock on Harden, Westbrook. Like, all right, these dudes won MVPs, but what is that getting me in the postseason? So next year will be interesting to see how Embiid is perceived. Now that he has a league MVP, what will he do with it? If I'm building a team, am I building around Jokic or Giannis? That's easy for me. I'm building it around Nikola Jokic. Uh, Nikola Jokic because of what he brings. Giannis is a great player, but he's limited. So it's hard for me to build around a guy that's limited like he is. He needs to be around nothing but shooters because he can't shoot at all. And when you get close in a game, I can foul him and send him to the line. Now he's a detriment to my team. So it's hard for me to build around somebody that's limited that way with Jokic, what is his limitations i mean you can if you want to nitpick he's he's not a good defender okay i can put defenders around him because he can do everything else in a league that is predicated on shooting and my my lead guy can't shoot and i have to depend on other guys to make shots and i gotta depend on my guy that can't shoot to make plays for them makes it difficult so I would say the way Jokic plays the game, I'm going to build my team around Nikola Jokic. Got to get some real help for the Sixers, for Embiid, not James Harden. James Harden don't know if he want to go back to Houston or if he want to go or if he want to stay in Philly. I mean, this dude is I never seen I never seen a professional athlete more in love with going to a city with strippers than than anybody. <laughs> This dude Harden, man, he he can't wait to get back to Houston for some reason. And I don't really want him to go there because he's just going to stunt the growth of Jalen Green and those young guys. And then Ime Udoka don't want to deal with that. I don't think the Heat, I mean, I don't think the uh, Rockets would even accept him, to be honest. 
what Ime Udoka is trying to build. I don't think he wants the noise of a James Harden coming back to that organization. So if Harden doesn't stay in Philly, I don't know where he goes. But I agree. I've never been that big on James Harden. He has not shown me anything that shows that he can lead a team or be the second best player to get a team to a championship. So Embiid may have to leave Philly. Sorry if you guys are from Philadelphia and you're watching this. He might have to leave the city of Philadelphia to win. I don't know if it'll happen there. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> Jokic or MJ? What MJ are we talking about? Michael Porter Jr.? Because <laughs> um, if we're talking about the – because if you're going by historic players, that makes it hard because we've already seen what the historic player has done. And we know what we got from it. So I'm going to say Jordan because I already know what I got. They built the team around him and he won six rings for the franchise. And not only from a basketball standpoint, financially, the Bulls were one of the, they were one of the biggest franchises in sport when, when Jordan played there in one of the biggest cities. So I would go with Jordan over, over Jokic because I already know what I got from him. So it makes it pretty hard to, choose between an all-timer versus a current player <laughs> so but i like the question though sure thank you guys for tuning in this is the x factor sports podcast we are over eighteen thousand likes we got under a minute left the heater trying to make a run it's 103 to 94 and you guys can like share subscribe we are on wednesday nights on youtube TikTok, facebook thank you guys again for checking in we getting ourselves a close one. The heater down nine, 103 to 94. Let's see what happens. Never put up 30, 20, and 10 in the finals playing devil's advocate. I take George. <laughs> no, absolutely. He's never done that in the final. But like I said, if we're talking about who we want to, to take over a franchise, it's hard to argue with an all-time great when you already know what happened versus what's happening in real time. I'm going to take what I already saw. We're looking at a player that is looking to get his first versus a guy that already got them all. So, but it's funny though. I like the I like it. Now, this is a great episode. Again, fan appreciation. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Whoever gets the correct score will win a free X Factor Sports podcast shirt. Let's see where we're at right now. Somebody had 93 to 78. That is out. 105 to 82 is out. 102 to 90 is out. 104 to 103 is still in play. The Nuggets have 104 points right now, and the Heat have 94. So they need to go on a 9-0 run and lose in order for them to get that right. 99 to 91 is out. 112 to 95 is still in play. 112 to 95, that can still happen. 112 to 104 can still happen. 97 to 88 cannot happen. So we got two people still in the running to actually get the, the exact score. I'm sorry, three people in the running. I apologize. 104 to 103 can't happen anymore. So we got 112 to 95, and we got 112 to 104 can still happen. If, the, if that does happen, the winner, whoever gets this score exactly right, will win a free X Factor Sports Podcast shirt. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. We are over 18,000 likes. 
We have exceeded expectations for this episode. We were looking for 10,000. We got that at halftime. And that's all thanks to you guys. I appreciate you. I'm glad we were able to show the world, show everybody that's tuning in to the X-Factor Sports Podcast, the support we have. This is why we do a fan appreciation show. You look at the numbers. I thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, share, subscribe on YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. Also, all the other sites, Twitter, Instagram, I'm on that as well, at X Factor Sports. You guys can chime in, tune in anytime. I do pop-ups, I do graphics, everything during the week, poll questions. You guys can check me out anytime. Ask any types of questions, sports-related, life-related, whatever you guys want to do. I will interact with you guys. I appreciate that for sure. Minute and two left. 105 to 94. Denver Nuggets look like they're going to take game three. So now with the Nuggets, if they take game three, going up two games to one, you guys let me know. Where do you think this series is going? I told you I think this series is over in six. You guys let me know what you think this series is going to. We got somebody thinking it should be closest to the final score. I'm sure you do think that, but rules have already been laid out. Whoever gets it exactly right wins. Whoever got it exactly right gets the shirt. And we still got people in the running. It's 107 to 94. We got a 112 to 104. And then we got a 112 to 95. It can still happen. 51 seconds to go. Let's see what we got. Over 18,000 likes. We got plenty of shares. We got people still tapped in. Again, thank you guys for tuning into the show. Two and a half hours. Thank you guys for rocking with me. This is the X Factor Sports Podcast. It's been a great episode. I guess I just tested out my wind. Apparently, I got long wind to do a podcast for two and a half hours straight. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for tapping in, man. X Factor Sports Podcast. Under 30 seconds left, 107 to 94. Let's see what we got. 112 to 104 is still a possibility. And then 112 to 95. We got UD in the game. Udonis Haslam trying to sub in. They didn't allow him to. I used to love watching UD, man. For, for those of you who don't know, Udonis Hassel, man, he's a 20-year vet, undrafted, 42 years old. I mean, this dude, I remember watching Udonis Hassel play at the University of Florida back in the college days, back in the Mike Miller days. The dude's from Miami, went to Florida, plays for the Miami Heat. I mean, dude never had to leave home. Kept his same house, probably. I mean, this dude is... If it's Wade County down there in Miami Heat Nation, UD, it has to be Udonis has some country or something like that. I mean, this dude, UD is out there. Congratulations. 42 years old, man. This dude's still playing. But aside from that, what the Heat culture has done with Udonis Haslam, having a real veteran in the locker room, you don't get the John Morant type stuff. You don't get the what we heard earlier, the Zion Williams and stuff. We get into that probably on one of my pop-ups. <laughs> the crazy stuff that's going on with these young guys. 
a veteran in the locker room, man, does wonders. I mean, you can you got to teach these young guys how to be professionals, how to handle being in the NBA, handle your money, nutrition, sleep. All these things matter, man, in the NBA. And UD is a testament to that for that organization. We got a final. We got 109-94. to We didn't get a, a, a correct score, but that's all good. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the X Factor Sports Podcast. Thank you guys for checking me out. Again, I have plenty of X Factor Sports Podcast apparel, so you guys continue to tune in, subscribe, like, share, watch the show. There will be other opportunities to win merchandise. This is the X Factor Sports Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a good night. We still, we reached over 18,000 likes. I'm going to check in on the rest of the sites to see where we are. Thank you guys. See you next week. Ms. D will be back producing the show and I will be back doing what I do best, talking that sports. Thank you guys. This is the X Factor Sports Podcast. Peace.